Hey, it's Josh Dover here, and I'm going to tell you how to get a career in under a year. Not just any old job, I mean real opportunity to train for a relevant, in-demand career right now. Now more than ever, careers in media platforms are booming, like social media, YouTube, on-air talent, video and audio editing, production, camera, and control room operations. Maybe you're like me and love sports. Do something more than just watch games. Make it a career in areas like play-by-play, sports commentating, sports live broadcast, even host your own show. That's what the Colorado Media School has done for more than 30 years, dedicating themselves to placing more people in rewarding media careers. That's what they did for me. Now is the time. Call them up, tell them Josh Dover sent you, and get an orientation just for calling. Don't wait. Call now and make that appointment. And get that career in under a year. Train in just months without decades of debt. Flexible hours and financial aid for those who qualify. Call the Colorado Media School right now. 303-937-7070. That's 303-937-7070. March is here. Time to start planning those summer projects. And for those, you'll need a truck. Right now, it's the Medved Massive Markdown Sale. And with low interest rates plus rebates and incentives on just about everything in stock, you'll save thousands. Come on, you've been thinking about a truck? Ford, Chevy, Ram, GMC, America's best-selling truck brands. And there's only one place where you can find them together, and that's at the Medved Big Gun Truck Center in Castle Rock. Four brands, 40 acres, $40 million worth of trucks, all at one location where you can compare them side-by-side with one sales consultant who can show you everything. And Medved is your hometown truck dealer. For more than 75 years, the company known as Medved has been locally owned, locally operated, locally involved. Ford, Chevy, Ram, GMC. Drive them, compare them, buy them. The Medved Big Gun Truck Center, just minutes south of Lincoln on the I-25 corridor to part the 181 ramp Castle Rock. Shop online at medvedcastlerock.com. Everybody said go to Medved. KKSE, Parker, Denver, home of the Nuggets, home of the Avalanche. Altitude 950, Denver's all-sports station. Live from the Altitude 950 studios, the Vic Lombardi Show starts now. He's the only one who knows what the buttons and dials do. Jesse Trujillo. He's the newlywed who hasn't yet established good boundaries. Marty O. He's a millennial who keeps this train on track. Sort of. Will H.W. Peterson. He's the smartest man in Denver sports media. And he wrote about it in July. James Merlat. And he's the star of the show, the center of the morning universe, the one and only Vic Lombardi. Trey Lyles gets the inbound and he'll walk it across the timeline. Man, this was a beatdown from the jump street here. And there's the horn. Oh, the Nuggets blow out the Chicago Bulls. They get up by as many as 46 points the game. Denver picks up road win number one on the seven-game swing tonight by a final of 135 to 102. Oh, my God, how bad are the Chicago Bulls right now? Welcome to the Vic Lombardi Show on this Thursday morning, joined by H.W., Will Peterson, James Manchester, Maryland, Jesse Trujillo, Marty O. I think if the five of us were to suit up, and play that version of the Chicago Bulls, we can give them a game for the first 35 seconds, at Vic, least. Vic, I was a little worried early, though. Zipser had six kind of out of the gate, and yes. I thought, man, Vic might have to get himself a jersey, but uh, he didn't score the rest of the way. So well, Marlowe kept calling him Zipster. He kept throwing a T in there. Uh, kind of merging Zipser and Hipster and calling him Zipster. <laughs> 
what is he doing? <laughs> that was the line of the night by Marla. We played that in our postgame show about 20 times. He was calling a shot. Uh, the Nuggets started running away with it, and one of those unnamed uh, Chicago players attempted some ridiculous shot, and Marla responded with, What is he doing? That's so good. <laughs> it was... uh I, I think it's an insult to the G League to call that Bulls team a G League team. It was laughable. I'm I mean, glad you guys watched it because I was in the club all night, but thanks for uh, <laughs> filling me in. What do you mean in the club? I was in the club. Club? Club well, what? I went to the Rapids kickoff party at Temple Denver, and I was in the club. See, that's so uh, – Temple. It's a one-word club. It's Temple. Yeah. Not the Temple, not – Temple of Doom, not Temple of Music, not Temple of Martinis, Temple. What What is this club? Ugh. Jesse was in the club. You can ask him about it, too. Is this a dance club? Because you know me. I like my dance clubs. I mean, honestly, it was a it was a club. Like, we can get into it later, but it was a club inside a club inside a club inside a club. And eventually I got to the point of the club where I was right next to Tim Howard. So I'm like, now I'm in the ah. club. Yeah. Well, yeah, we we got to watch the beatdown, the Nuggets and the Bulls, which it was a laugher from the get-go. And maybe this tells you something about the way I'm wired, Vic. Like, initially, I really enjoyed it. And then it just made me mad because I said, where was this team for the last two games? It, it it ticked me off. You know how I'm wired because if they win the last two, right now the Nuggets are in the eight seed. Right. If they take care of business in Memphis the way they're supposed to, and then if they take care of business against an undermanned Miami team, Right now, the Denver Nuggets are ahead, a half game, ahead of Utah in the playoffs. They did not take care of business, and now it's going to take almost a perfect finish to get there. Well, yesterday on Positive Wednesday, remember, I was the one who said, nope, we're shooting for 11-0. and You can't give yourself a margin of error. Okay, one down, 10 to go. Operation 11-0, and still in play. Good news. I saw something, I saw development in that game last night that gave me some shred of hope. That was Paul Millsap. Now, I go, he was going up against Zipser. Okay, I get it. But that was the Paul Millsap I remember. Nice little shimmy moves on the baseline. Some strength underneath. Not afraid to shoot the ball when he got it on the post. He led the team with 22 points at 11 in the first quarter. That was the Paul Millsap of old. If they get that moving forward, they'll have a chance to win every game. Yeah. No, he was, he was very, very good. I mean, eight and nine from the field. It's, Pretty tough to beat that, but I, I, I'm with you. I like the way he was just aggressive. He seemed more confident. Uh, Michael Malone in the pregame show, pregame interview with Kaz talked about how, you know, he's not Paul Millsap. He's not himself. He came back way earlier than anybody expected him to. Um, so maybe he wasn't 100% ready. I still don't think he's 100%, but man, last night looked more like the guy we expected and more like the guy we saw a glimpse of at the beginning of the year. Hey, uh, Jesse, get that trigger finger handy here because the uh, the text line's already hopping on this one. Nash writes in, can we get a Marlowe drop for HW going to the club on a Wednesday called Temple? Well, I mean, he didn't just go there for fun. What is he doing? <laughs> I mean, I it was what fun. It is about Marlo saying that, but I can't get enough of it. It was fun, I just I'm can't sure. get enough of it. Yeah, so, yeah. <laughs> So you were there actually for the uh, the Rapids uh, jersey release party, correct? Correct, yes. <clears throat> Excuse me, and I was uh, in the club. Now, this jersey release, why is it such a big deal? Do, do they change the jersey? 
Is it a different color? What, what's going on? Well, it's a VIP party for folks who, you know, Big Rapids fans and uh, the yeah. team and all that. And it was at this club that honestly was like, I didn't even know Denver had clubs this big. This well, thing was like redone. a warehouse. It used to be City Hall. It was awesome. No, it's just Temple. Oh, oh is that the one that's in, um, what's the location exactly? Like 11th and Broadway. It's just down from the old sports castle. The Gar Brothers. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I know exactly what you're talking mm-hmm. about now. Mm-hmm. That is a club over there. Hopping Very on a nice. Wednesday. So what color is the new Rapids kit? Looks like a maroon. Mm. Okay, so it's okay. the same color. I, I was there in the club last night, dude. I, yeah. You, I, you, you, did, did you not see the uniform? Well, I went to the club. Like, so I, No, I, yeah. you didn't. You were there for the release and you didn't see it. I was well mingling done. with all the players. Will okay. was there for a grand total of an hour about. Jesse, oh. you were there? Yeah, I was there. I was there till like almost nine. What do you think about the new kit? Uh, it looks like the old kit, just with some highlights of blue in different spots than it was before. Now, what did they wear in their opening game? If they already, I mean, they had they to wore have their to have a kit. Uh, their alternate yellow, their gold kits. I do like the gold kit. I like the. Do they still wear the, okay, the hold Colorado on. Stop. flag Let's one? Stop right now. The blue stop. one. Stop it. Stop it. We're not calling a kit. I got that. I got that kit. We said it facetiously. We're going to call it a uniform. No, it's the kit they wear when they're on the pitch. No, we're calling it a freaking jersey and uniform. As no. much as I love soccer, you guys know I love it. I'm not going to fall prey to their use of terms that don't. A kit? What the hell is a kit? It's a is it, like I'm going camping. It's the like entire I, I need outfit. Can you bring a saddlebag with me? So we can't call cleats boots either. No, we're not doing that either. <laughs> when they were no, modeling we're the kit, did no. they wear their boots? No, that's the most ridiculous thing I've ever heard. Boots, boots. Didn't we have a That's listener up on the stage when they were modeling the kit? Didn't we have, didn't we give that away? Yeah. They were, they were on like the runway. It was so like a fashion show. We should almost. get that person on because they actually saw the new kit on like HW. I was this in the club. Denver. <laughs> when you're in the VIP room in the club, you stay in the VIP room in the club. What Where is he doing? You have your cleats. I'm all fired up already and it's 707. Let's go. Big news right now. The big story we're following this morning. What caught everyone's attention? The big news right now. The Nuggets throw 135 points at the G League Bulls. Back to their winning ways. They needed that. Boy, did they need that. We all needed a laugher at this juncture. 135-102. Michael Malone on building a lead and sustaining a lead. We were able to build some separation in that first quarter when we defended at a much higher level. And obviously any time on the road you're able to build a 40-point lead, you guys are playing at a high level. So uh, proud of the guys for going in there and getting the job done. And, uh, you know, nobody got hurt. We got a win, and we head to D.C. Here's the problem, and it continues to be a problem. Every other damn team in the playoff chase won last night. San Antonio won again. New Orleans won again. And the Clippers, who are just a half game behind the Nuggets, they won in Milwaukee. Lou Williams on the right wing. Pounds out of the deck. Goes around the defensive Bledsoe. Waltzes to the cup of the right hand and lays it in. I mean, give me a break. What a play by Lou Williams. He has 19 off the bench. Meanwhile, on the NHL scoreboard, stupid Calgary Flames. Little help, Calgary. Could have handled business against the Ducks. Instead, Ducks shut out. The Flames, 3-zip. And Giordano hit the linesman with a clear. Gets off, Callops back in. Cross ice for Raquel. Middle of the ice, score! 
Marcus Lindholm just stepped into it. Raquel put it on a tee, and with just over a minute to go in the second, a very opportunistic Ducks team leads 3-0. So now the Ducks and the Avs both at 88 points. Key game tonight at Pepsi Center as the L.A. Kings and their 87 points come to town. Only one point behind the Avs at this point. So this is going to be a big one at Pepsi. Bednar. He's making a lot of saves look routine. They just got this quiet confidence about him right now. You know, he's got through the health issues. You know, I, I really like the way he's playing. And, and, and he's stolen us a game here and there. Talking about uh, Varley, of course, who has started 18 straight. We'll see if it's going to be 19. Not sure on the status of Jonathan Bernier. But every time you think the Avs have uh, gained enough separation, everybody else keeps winning. Guys, is it just me or is every team in the Western Conference, both NHL and NBA, keep winning? Yeah, at some point, don't they have to play each other? I mean, it's amazing. They seem to win every single night. Remember yesterday when we were talking about the Avs and, and you guys talked about the Duchesne trade and how that's kind of when things turn around? When did I, what, what did I use as the, uh, as the, the moment when the season turned around? Duchesne trade? No. Duchesne trade. No. Trip that's to Sweden? Trade. There you go. Yeah. Uh, I don't know if you Well, start. it happened at the same time, dude. I don't I mean, know. That's not, that's did, not reaching. Did you see the Denver Post today? Sports page? Okay. You page, guys. Page one, page one in the sports yes, page? Yes, I read that with the same laugh. Yeah. Yes, it okay. all happened at the same time. Shane got traded when they went to Sweden. I just thought I provided hot takes for the other station in town. Now I'm doing it for the newspaper. Oh, I see. He wrote about it in July. <laughs> yeah. The good news, boys, is Vic, we've talked about everyone winning. Did you guys know Dallas has lost six in a row? The stars are done. Plus wow. six in a row. Yikes. Yeah. How about focusing on that, Vic? You just want to Saint be so Louis negative. St. Louis won again. St. Louis is still in it. 85 points, three behind the Avs. I'm just saying, teams keep winning. And what's with the hockey jerseys? Is somebody on the... Uh, the sweaters? Yeah. It's not a sweater. You're not wearing a... It's not a turtleneck sweater. It's not something grandma's knitted at home. You're wearing a jersey. Let's ease up. All these different sports. Ease up with your lingo. I'm in with the lingo. I'm down. No. Sweater, doesn't make you kit. a better fan. And that's what bothers me. Yeah, I'm a real soccer fan because I call them boots. No. No, you're not. No, you're not a better soccer fan because you refer to it as a pitch. Depending on the, the condition of the pitch, you got to change your boots. It was so funny. Remember last, what, two years ago when Kyle and I were interviewing um, uh, Pablo for the first time? And Kyle was so... He was so concerned about his soccer knowledge, he kept referring to it as the pitch. He called it the pitch like seven times in a row. And then finally Pablo goes, you mean the field? (laughs) (laughs) That's pretty good. Uh, You got the Vic Lombardi Show coming up a little later. Jeff Legwald on uh, the uh, NFL landscape right now. Yesterday, Sam Darnold did his thing for scouts in SC. Josh Allen has a pro day coming up this weekend. Interesting to see what the Broncos will do clearly at number five. We've got a lot of time to talk about that. Uh, also, the good doctor, Travis Heath, as usual, every Thursday on this program. Up next, our piping hot takes. What is he doing?
Altitude 950, Denver's All Sports Station. Here's what you missed on the latest Mark Mosier Show. The Avs think on the LA Kings. Avs fighting for a wild card. Everybody's red hot uh, on this Avalanche team right now. They got Ranton in with a, uh, a seven game point streak. Barry's got an 11 game point streak. McKinnon's up to a 13 game point streak. I mean, there's a lot of guys doing a lot of good things. And that's one of those ones where you take the kid, right? You say, hey, little Jimmy, little Susie, daddy's mm-hmm. gonna take you to a hockey game. Yeah. And you get the two tickets to two beers for 60 bucks. You go, here's your water. Daddy gets two beers. <laughs> Daddy, why are we Ubering? Why are we leaving our car here? I'm just kidding. Mark Mosier, every weekday afternoon, 1 to 3, only on Altitude 950. Mile High Jewelers has an amazing selection in custom-made rings, chains, watches, nameplates, bracelets, and pendants. Shop with the leaders in custom jewelry. Mile High Jewelers. If you can dream it, this Colorado-based company can make it. They also specialize in jewelry and watch repair. And Mile High Jewelers is where your hometown professional athletes shop. Find them in three convenient locations. In the Highlands across from Mile High Stadium, Aurora Mall, and Citadel Mall in Colorado Springs. Follow them on Instagram at Mile High Jewelers and MileHighJewelers.com. Kevin Flesh here from Flesh Law. You've been in a car accident? You're told by friends to get an attorney. However, the insurance company is willing to settle now. You wonder, will I end up losing money by getting an attorney? Insurance companies want this situation. No attorney and, more importantly, a quick settlement in their best interest. That's where Flesh Law can help. We take away all your doubt and get you the money you deserve. Call me, Kevin Flesh, today at 303-806-8886, 303-806-8886, or fleshlawfirm.com. Unbelievable. Hey, it's Mark Bozier, and Larry H. Miller Nissan 104th is having a huge red tag sale and has incredibly low prices on Nissan trucks. It's almost as if they're just giving them away. I got a brand new Titan, and you should too. Get great deals like the 2017 Titan SV 4x4 for $13,500 off MSRP. That is unbelievable. Larry H. Miller, Nissan 104th, driven by you. 2017 Titan SV 4x4, stock number HN522865, MSRP 45675, 13500 off MSRP, 4750 discount, 8715 cents, expires 331 2018. Finding a great happy hour is as easy as one, two, three at all three Lodos Bar and Grill locations with $1 off beer, $2 off spirits and house wine, and $3 off appetizers. Monday through Saturday, starting at three. Lodos Bar and Grill also has a great weekend brunch with $3 mimosas, plus live DJs and weekly entertainment. Good things come in threes like Lodos Bar and Grill, Denver, Westminster, and Highlands Ranch. Lodos Bar and Grill. We'll see you there. What will you do with your $5,000 bonus? First Transit is hiring full-time drivers. Apply today and get a $5,000 hiring bonus. Starting pay is $15.38 an hour. $15.38 an hour paid training and a $5,000 hiring bonus for drivers. Benefits after 30 days. No experience required. Apply in person at the Colorado Boulevard location in Commerce City. What will you do with your $5,000 hiring bonus? Go to work for First Transit. Apply today in person at the Colorado Boulevard location in Commerce City. Denver's real estate market is booming, and you may be able to cash in with an investment in yourself and your career. Axiom Academy will train you to be a successful, in-demand, certified home inspector. You could earn upwards of $85,000 a year part-time. Visit learnwiththeacademy.com to find out how an investment in yourself can pay off in the booming Denver real estate market. That's learnwiththeacademy.com.
Hey guys, listen up. We all love those hearty homestyle meals. You know, the chicken fried steak with a huge side of mashed potatoes covered in gravy. But let's get real. We aren't going to just cook that up. That's why I get my homestyle meal fix from the Black Eyed Pea. This is Vic for Black Eyed Pea. Try Cajun catfish right from the south for their turkey and dressing and of course their chicken fried steak with homestyle gravy. Nine wonderful front range locations and all locally owned. Great value, great food, and great service at the homestyle Black Eyed Nick Backridge here from Sus Buick GMC. We know you can buy a car or truck anywhere. We all pay the same price for new vehicles. But at Sus Buick GMC, the difference is the people. No loud screaming out low payments with misleading and confusing disclaimers and fees. At Sus, we don't have any fees, just the price plus tax, that's it. Those are the numbers. Sus Buick GMC selling new Buicks and GMCs and the best pre-owned selection around. Real people, real prices, go figure. Sus Buick GMC on Havana, Mississippi. Visit us at sus.net. The Altitude 950 traffic update. Traffic is stopping northbound I-25 around Downing because of an accident clearing up the left two lanes approaching 6th Avenue. Traffic is brought to you by Compassion International. We are seeing slowing on southbound I-25. Stop and go between I-70 and 6th Avenue as well. Every child is full of potential, but poverty will steal that potential from a child. You can change that when you become a Compassion sponsor. Go to Compassion.com slash radio to sponsor a child now. I'm Chris McLaughlin with Traffic on Altitude 950. Altitude 950, Denver's all-sports station. Now, back to Vic Lombardi. Drives down the lane, gets to the baseline, shoots a jump shot. Got it! The foul as well on Nawaba. Boy, Joker's just having his way in the low block against the Bulls here in the first quarter. Puts Denver up 12, their big lead of the night. The hell is Nawaba? And we were joking about that last night. I mean, as much as you can joke about an NBA team. But I'm sitting there next to Hanslick saying, you ever seen anything like this? <laughs> he smirked. He goes, yeah, I, I coached a team like this, if you yeah. recall. Yeah, that roster <laughs> uh, Hanslick coached, that's a funny one to go back and look at. Yes, it is. In fact, pull that up, if you don't mind. Pull up the uh, the Nuggets team. What was it, 99? 98-99? That roster The 11-win might... team, right? Yeah. That might compete with what we saw of the Bulls and Zipster. It might. Uh, I believe it was. Let's see. Because until they brought in Corey Alexander, that team was destined to have the worst record in league history. It was uh, 11 and 71. It was it was 97, 98. All right. Yeah. Throw me some um, of them. Some of those Hall of Fame names. We had. Uh, let's see. Eric Williams played four games for him. Corey Alexander 23. Yeah. Lafonso was on that team. He was hurt though. He played 71 or 76 games, but he wasn't himself. Dean Garrett, Bobby Jackson, Johnny Newman, Anthony Goldwire, Eric Washington, Tony Batie, Bryant Stith, Danny Fortson, Joe Wolf, Priest Lauderdale, Kawani Garris, and George Zedek. I'll uh, say this. They that, won 11 games. That lineup at least has some name recognition. Yeah, they, they would beat the Bulls from last There's time. no doubt about you it. You could go get those guys today, and they'd give the Bulls a, a run. So now, now the Nuggets have to pick it up and go to Washington. The rest of the, I told you about the rest of the schedule. They have the number one ranked schedule remaining. Number one. The toughest schedule left. Which is great news because they play to the level of the competition. Yeah, yes. I don't mind that at all. Honestly, I'd rather see good teams on the schedule right now than bad teams because th- those seem to put the Nuggets into a funk. Makes 11 and 0 all that much more possible. They will not see another sub 500 team at all. 
this season. And if they get to the postseason, clearly no sub-500 teams. So that's it. Every single team left on the slate is a playoff team. So if you're going to get to the playoffs, by God, you're going to earn it. Well, they've lost to every non-playoff team in the Western Conference in 2018. So I think that's good news. Let's get it going. Our piping hot takes. Because I spit hot fire. Altitude 950, Denver's all sports station, and the Vic Lombardi Show present Piping Hot Takes. Brought to you by Porter at Venice Hospital. Top 5% in the nation for robotic prostate surgery. It's Vic's Hot Take. So I hate to even bring this up with Manchester in the room because I know he's going to take this next level. But this is what we do. A development occurred yesterday, which proves to me the Broncos have cash to spend. There is money to be spent. It's out there somewhere. Yesterday, minority owner John Bolin, brother of Pat Bolin, agreed to sell a portion of his stake back to the team. If you recall, it was a few months back. John Bolin decided to sell, wanted out. He's looking for uh, somebody of interest. Well, the Broncos themselves, the team itself decided to buy back that portion of the squad. Now, I don't know how much it's worth. There are numbers out there could be 70 million, could be 150 million. It's in the millions, clearly. It's a lot of money. So somehow they're going to have to cough up that money. When I say they, whoever's running the team, the the team itself has a stack of cash somewhere to pay off John Bolin. So there is money to be had. When it comes down to paying people, money is there. Otherwise, they would not be able to buy back the minority stake in this team. There are $22 million left of cap space that the Broncos are dealing with. $22 million to go get free agents. I just wonder how much of that money is going to be utilized to buy back the minority share, how much of that money is going to be utilized to go for free agents. It's just so, it's such a blurred line right now because of the situation of ownership. So every time I hear about what the Broncos are going to do and what they have done, I have to hearken back to the same old case. It's an unrest. There's so much unrest in ownership, it's hard to make a case for the Broncos doing anything like the old days. It's just hard. Pat Bowen's not there writing checks anymore. It's just not the case. There's no one guy writing checks. The ownership group is trying to keep the ownership together at this point. God, I would love to know how much that stake is going for. Did you guys hear yesterday that the Carolina Panthers, the bidding for the Carolina Panthers is up to $2.5 billion. Two, five. If the Panthers are worth $2.5 billion, by God, what are the Broncos worth? Next hot take. It's HW's Hot Take. Sometimes in life you feel like you run out of chances. The Nuggets last night looked like a team that knew it was running out of chances. Could not afford to lose that game. We spent an entire segment yesterday mocking this Bulls roster. And yes, I was into club, but yes, I was tracking the Nuggets game, and it was good to see them win 135-102 against the Bulls and play like a team that knew playtime was over. They should have gotten the Memphis game. We've beaten that to death. They could have had the Miami game. We talked about that a lot. 
But last night looked like a Nuggets team. They weren't going to mess around and let this come down to some fourth quarter fluky thing. They buried a bad team early, and now the bad teams are out of the way. And it's going to be a lot of nail biters down the stretch. But if anything, this Nuggets team has played a lot of close games this season. I don't know why, but I'm feeling optimistic on March 22nd this morning that just like the Avs did a couple months ago, the Nuggets can do something special in these final 10 games. Lay in the groundwork with a beatdown in Chicago last night. Keep an eye on the Nuggets to not only make the playoffs, but creep up that 8-7 seed and give Golden State or Houston a hell of a scare in the first round. Hell of a hot take. What would you put those chances at right now? 40%. But they're a lot better than they were yesterday. 40%. That they make 40. the playoffs. Yes. 40. 40. 4 zero. I think this 40%. Te- this team is going to rally in these final 10 games. I think 8 and 2, 9 and 1, 10 and 0. Oh, I think all of it's in play. They're going to have a gut. They're going to rally, but it is, it's not 40% chance of happening. But I, I like your optimism because it goes in with positive Wednesday, which was yesterday. Listen, I'm all into optimism, but I don't like insanity either. They got the toughest schedule left in the NBA. And they thrive against better opponents. They just do. They have so many good wins this year that I'm totally fine with their schedule down the They track. will not have Me Gary too. Harris this weekend. They may not have Gary Harris for the rest of this road trip. All right, maybe I'll go 40. back to the club. 40%. Next hot take. It's Manchester's hot take. All right, guys, I'm going to go a little off script today with my hot take. And instead of giving some opinion that will end up in the newspaper or on the other station, I'm actually going to uh, wish a happy birthday to one of our biggest fans, my uh, grandma Phyllis listens every single morning. Uh, she was born on this day in 1928. Meaning What's she, up, grandma? She turns 90 years old today, one of eight children born in Burwell, Nebraska. So happy birthday to, uh, to grandma Phyllis. Think about the things she's seen in her life. She was born a little over a year before the Great Depression started, so she lived through that. Imagine being one of eight children uh, in, in Nebraska during the Great Depression. World War II. Uh, she married a World War II uh, pilot, my grandfather. Uh, she saw the jet aids, the lunar landing, television, cell phones, internet, computers, etc., etc., etc. Was she uh, a Babe Ruth girl? You were not a Babe Ruth she guy. She was probably a Babe Ruth fan more than okay. I was. Uh, but anyhow, she listens every morning, which uh, I find uh, just kind of cool that my grandma tunes in to listen to me rant and rave. But happy uh, 90th birthday uh, to uh, Grandma Phyllis. I hope she is doing well. That's awesome. Very cool. Grandma Phyllis, the big nine zero, the big nine zero. We should all uh, see as many amazing things and be as good a person as she has been during her life. You know, it's funny when you uh, have grandparents that get up there, and, and I've got a grandfather that lives in Italy who's ninety six, right? And uh, he can out eat me, by the way. God, that guy eats. It's unbelievable. <laughs> the, and, what about out drink you? Can he out drink you? Still? Oh God, any, pretty much anything. <laughs> But they get to that age, they get into their 90s, and uh, think about being in your 90s, the freedom with which you live, right? You can say anything, you can do anything, I mean, anything goes. Who would get mad at a 90-something-year-old doing or saying anything? I look forward to those years, because then I can just get away with anything. That's what I'm saying. I mean, you'd be a lot more effective on air if you were 92 years old. (laughs) This is true. This is true. But I don't know how old. What are you, 45? 44. Yeah. You're 44 talking like a (laughs) 92-year-old, which is weird. (laughs) On the show today, Jeff Legwald and Travis Heath coming up next. We'll read some of these texts. We'll go into what the Avs have in store for them tonight. And uh, 40%, huh? 
Okay, listen, I wish I were that optimistic. I want to be that optimistic, but I can't. You got the Vic Lombardi Show. It's Altitude 950. Hot Takes has been brought to you by Porter at Venice Hospital. Top 5% in the nation for robotic prostate surgery. Veterans, it's time to take advantage of the VA benefits you deserve. Hey, it's Mark Mosier for American Financing, and we thank you for your service and want to see you receive the greatest savings when it comes to owning a home on the land you once defended. When using your VA benefits, there is no down payment or mortgage insurance required. Plus, you'll receive some of the lowest rates in the industry. Already in a mortgage? No problem. You can refinance any existing mortgage into a VA loan while receiving access to 100% of your home's value. That's greater than any other loan program can offer. And even though it's called a VA loan, it's available to active duty military and spouses. So you don't have to wait to take advantage of such incredible savings. A salary-based mortgage consultant will listen to your financial goals and will customize a program that fits your needs. Just call American Financing at 303-695-7000. 6957000 or americanfinancing.net the official mortgage company of altitude 950 and mls 182334 regulated by the division of real estate Tune in tonight on altitude as your Colorado Avalanche look for a win at home against the Los Angeles Kings Watch tonight with free game at 6 p.m. and puck drop at 7 o'clock. And check us out on the web at altitudesports.com for channel numbers in your area And don't forget to like Altitude on Facebook for game previews and exclusive interviews with your favorite Avalanche players and coaches. Altitude Sports, your TV home, Colorado Avalanche. We're here at Farland Classic Restoration with Jack Farland. Jack, tell us what kind of cars you're working on now. We are currently finishing up a 68 Alfa Romeo Giulia and working on a 67 Jaguar XKE. And we just sent a Ferrari 308 back home after it was shown during the Pebble Beach Week. So you guys restore all kinds of classics? We focus on investment-level classics. We finished the 61 Ferrari that won top honors in Florida. It's not all full restorations either. We also do mechanical repairs, body work, paint, and incredible detail jobs all under one roof. And you sell cars too? Yes, we have a showroom full of classics that are truly investments, and we can track down specific cars for you. We recently found a fantastic Mercedes 300 SL for a customer. What's the best way to learn more about the shop? Check us out at FarlandCars.com to see our latest projects and videos, or follow us on Facebook at Farland Classic Restoration. Were you underpaid or denied by your insurance company after that hailstorm last May? Well, you need the C3 Group. They're a team of private insurance adjusters and property claim experts that work only for you, not your insurance company. So don't let your insurance company tell you what they're willing to pay for your claim. The C3 Group will ensure you receive what they're required to pay. Call the C3 Group, 303-670-2710. That's 303-670-2710. The C3 Group, 303-670-2710. Listen to what Dave Ryan says about Andro 400. Andro 400, I really love it. It's amazing to me that uh, I feel so good. I've lost 50 pounds. I was a size 38 waist. I've gone down to a 32 waist. My mood has changed. I I don't get stressed out. It gave me so much more energy. Energy to to walk. Energy to, to... Play sports. Everything is starting to work again, just like I'm 25. 
My wife is happy. I'm so happy. I'm just a completely different man. I'm taking this stuff to the grave with me. Men, have you lost energy and gained belly fat? Are you feeling stressed out? Fight back with Andro 400, the safe, natural, and inexpensive way to increase your testosterone. For over a decade, Andro 400 has helped men lose belly fat, gain energy, and feel 20 years younger. Go to andro400.com, andro400.com, or call 888-400-0435, 888-400-0435. The Altitude 950 Traffic Update. We are seeing slowing into downtown on northbound I-25 with a three to four car accident blocking the left two lanes approaching 6th Avenue. It stopped traffic back now to University. Traffic is brought to you by Compassion International. Southbound I-25 is stop and go between 58th Avenue down to 6th Avenue. Food, water, medical care, education, and more is what you'll give to a child in poverty when you become a Compassion Child Sponsor. Release a child from poverty in Jesus' name at Compassion.com slash radio. I'm Chris McLaughlin with traffic on Altitude 950. The Altitude 950 hotline is now open. Call 303-753-0950 to join the show. Pat Boland's not there writing checks anymore. It's just not the case. There is no one guy writing checks. The ownership group is trying to keep the ownership together at this point. God, I would love to know how much that stake is going for. Did you guys hear yesterday that the Carolina Panthers, the bidding for the Carolina Panthers, is up to $2.5 billion? Two five. If the Panthers are worth $2.5 billion, by God, what are the Broncos worth? Welcome back to the Vic Lombardi Show. That was my hot take about how the uh, the brother of Pat Bolin is selling his stake, minority stake in the team, back to the team. Are you guys as interested as I am how that process works now? Yes, yes, because there's a, there's a big financial implication with this. So let's just use, because it's easy numbers, and I, I don't know the exact percentages, but let's say it's valued at $2.5 billion. It's right. gotta be, it's gotta be right up there with the Panthers. Okay. It's gotta be. And at one point, I think John Bolin's interest was 40%. I think it may be less now, but let's, let's roll with that. It's not 40. It's not that much. Well, it's 30 to 35, okay. but 40 is an easier number to do math. So I'm going to use it. 40% of 2.5 billion. Let's just make it easy on Manchester. No. Forget the facts. Okay. When I use 40 earlier, <laughs> no, no, Nuggets no. the playoffs. Okay. So. You guys are done. Let's, we're going to, we're going to make this difficult. I'll All use, right. I'll use tricky numbers. Uh, 2.5 billion, 30% of that. All right. So it's $750 million. I should work that pretty easy. 750 million bucks is what his ownership stake would have been valued at if they paid him fair market value. Well, there's two ways you could, you could go about that. One is, I mean, they, they don't have $750 million lying around. Well, that's what I'm saying. That cash so, isn't just in some pot somewhere. So they had to borrow it. They had to, they had to, you know, go out there and get a loan to do this. Now you can get, get the loan and flip it. No different than going and buying a house, getting a loan and improving it and flipping it. And they know they're going to sell it for three billion. All of a sudden that 30% was worth 900. They made $150 million on that investment. Okay. That's one thing. Or they're going to have to pay debt service on this because the, the, the team is going to stay in the Bolin family's hands. There's going to be no cash coming in from Bill mm-hmm. Gates when he buys it to, to repay that note. So what's the debt service on 750 million bucks? That it's, it's not a small number. So that's where a lot of the cash that's coming in from TV, from sponsorship, from ticket sales, it ain't going to players. It ain't going to coaches. It's going to pay debt service so they could get rid of a minority stakeholder who had no say in the team 
because he was cash strapped. Awesome. That's great. That's really good for John Bolin and his family. I'm happy for him. This is a bad thing for the Broncos in terms of their ability to, to make maneuvers, and it's bad news for the fans. It is. So unless they flip this team and sell it to somebody who comes in and helps them pay off that note, this is bad because some amount of cash, and it will be a lot, some amount of cash every single year goes to pay debt service so John Boland could get out of his bad investments. Well, hold on. Awesome. And, and let me stop you there. You're making a ton of assumptions. No, I'm You're, not. Y- yes, you are. You don't know how much cash is readily available. Didn't they? I'll give you an example. No, okay, time out, time out, time out. For 10 years, I've been hearing how this team is cash-strapped. So now, all of a sudden, we're going to get spin that they had $750 million lying around? Cash-strapped under it? its operational budget, not cash-strapped. There's a big difference between an operational budget of a football team and an ownership stake. You understand the difference, right? I totally understand the difference. Okay. But so, we, No, no, hang on. We've been having Mike Kliss tell us how the, the salary cap doesn't matter. The Broncos have a self-imposed cash cap. I've been screaming how that's bunk because every team in the NFL prints money and and now all of a sudden it's not bunk. Oh, yeah. okay, great. Okay, go ahead, well, continue. The, my 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 case is this. If they're so cash strapped, why would they then transform Von Miller's salary into a signing bonus and just hand him 12 million right off the top? I don't know. I don't know. They continue to con- contradict themselves. Just like if they draft a quarterback, John Elway will have contradicted what he said at the so combine. It's, they it's had to come up with 12 modus million operandi. Cash. Right, they had to come up with 12 million cash to give Von Miller, which he will happily take. Rather take the cash now than wait a year, right? Sure. So if that cash is readily available, then why isn't more cash? It comes down to this. It comes down to this. The ownership group for the Broncos is in a tough spot because it's not like Paul Allen, who can lean on his private businesses to pay for things in his team business, right? It's it's a different deal. There's money coming outside of the actual revenue stream made by the NFL. This is the revenue stream. Correct. This is it. This is it. Correct. So if you're buying out a minority partner, where are you getting that revenue stream? Where are you getting the money to fill that revenue stream? You're borrowing it. So let's take, let's say again it was $750 million. And let's say interest only on that is 6%. That's $45 million a year of interest. 45. That when they when they get their big checks from TV money, when they get all the deposits we already had to send in for games that aren't going to be played for six months, when they get all that money, forty five million dollars off the top goes to pay a note, so John Bolin could get cashed out, which doesn't help the team at all. They didn't need to do this other than the fact yeah. that his his oil company, which I feel bad for him, but it went bankrupt and he was cash strapped. So forty five million dollars again, we're we're making up the numbers, but it's going to be somewhere in that range. Off the top goes to this, which helps the on-field product zero, not we, zilch. We, listen, I feel almost uncomfortable talking about this in detail because we don't know all the details. We don't know all the numbers. So I think it's almost irresponsible for us to throw numbers out there. Okay, We're, we're talking you. about an entity, a business, where their figures are their figures. It's not it, – you know, all I know is bottom line, they just took Von Miller's contract and said we're going to – Transform a salary into a signing bonus and they handed him a 12 million. That's good. So all you say is, oh, how bad things are. It's pretty damn good that they have 12 million lying around to give Von Miller so they can go spend more money in the salary gap. Oh yeah. That's okay. a good thing. And That's when are a they great gonna, development. When are they going to spend it and who are they well, going to spend see, it on? Let's see. But how why, long do you want me to wait? But, but why would they do it 
Why would they do it, James, if Hell they if had I no know. intent to spend it? Hell if I know. Okay. I mean, until you can give me a viable reason, we don't know what the hell's going on. Okay, We're but just what, speculating. What does this mean for the Broncos moving forward? How do, how do we tie this back to football? What, what does this mean for the product on the field? They're the more cash-strapped than they've been, and we've been hearing for a decade that they're cash-strapped. Uh, it, it, so it, as a Broncos fan, I should be panicked? Yeah, no, you shouldn't be panicked, but it's not good news. And Vic's right. We don't know the exact numbers, but we know it's less than zero. So if you're spending, if you have to spend money on something that you didn't need to do, but you have to spend money to do it, and that's money that now won't be spent on football, that's a bad development. I don't care if it's a dollar or if it's $45 million. It's a bad development. It doesn't help the on-field product at all. Yesterday's news doesn't. Zero doesn't. two eight three. Good to see Man Bun brought his jump to conclusions, Matt, to work this morning. Fine. What's where's where am I jumping to a conclusion? You think they just had seven hundred and fifty million dollars in cash sitting around and this doesn't cost them anything? You don't think that seven hundred and fifty million dollars was being was out generating some 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 revenue, uh some some interest, some income? Maybe you should go teach a I mean, give me a break. See you. God, not jumping to conclusions. 750 million bucks is a lot of money. And now you're, you're either not putting it to use in some other investment or you're having to pay on the note. It's not hard to add up. I'm not really worried about the spending habits of this team, uh, until they, they prove they can't spend properly. They just proved to us they can. They transferred a salary into a signing bonus, $12 million. So there's money to be had. Did they not spend properly on their defensive coordinator? Not work. Yeah, that was a decision mm-hmm. made that I don't know if it had necessarily money to it, as it had pride attached to it. Did they spend properly when they were choosing between Kyle Shanahan and Vance Joseph? We can talk about any business and spending habits. You want to go down the line? Do you think every business spends thriftily like that? Did they spend properly when it was, hey, what do we do with the keep to leave with our our arguably our best player, one of our two Pro Bowlers from last season? Did they spend properly on that, or did they ship salary to L.A.? How many, how many hundreds of millions of dollars were they under the cap the three years before Peyton Manning signed here? If you're going to play accountant, I expect you to play accountant with every team. Fine. Not just one. Fine. Yeah. Every, you know who everybody beats up in this town? The Rockies. Their, their spending is just fine. And they don't, you know what? They don't get the same amount of money as the Yankees. The Broncos get the same amount of money as the Giants and the Jets. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I'm, I'm happy to do that. The Rockies have stepped up and spent money. They have. I don't know. I, what's the Nuggets' salary cap? One thirty-six. That's pretty how hefty. You, how would you um, characterize the Patriots' spending habits? Just curious. Fine. They're spending. You know what? How, go to eight, I'm just go asking, to eight how Super would you Bowls. Character- go to eight Super but Bowls. But how would you characterize their spending habits? I'm asking you a, a just a, a question based on spending habits. Savvy. Savvy or thrifty? They just bought two freaking planes, dude. They're, How's that? They're, you they're think those player- were cheap? Spending habits. You think those How would you characterize the New England Patriots' spending habits on players? What I, is it? I think the New England Patriots are savvy when it comes to salaries, and they spend more money than any other team when it comes to operations and taking care of their players so, once so, they're in so the building. So let me get this straight then. Yeah. According, to, according to Manchester, the Patriots are savvy, but the Broncos are cheap. 283 <laughs> diamonds in their Super Bowl rings. That's how I would explain That's their funny. spending spending habits. How many? That is funny. Give me, give me a break. That is funny. Okay, you know what? Find a three-year period where the Patriots were a combined hundred million dollars under the salary cap. Mm-hmm. Find it, mm-hmm. like 2009 through 2011. Find it, and then bring me yeah. the Patriots as an By example. By the way, bring you it. know how we've been concerned, and, and I've expressed this. You know, why can't they find a naming partner for the stadium? The Broncos I, are the freaking Bengals. I, God, you jumped to such conclusions. 
Um, I think I have an answer, by the way, as to why the Broncos have waited so long for a naming partner. And it's right there in front of us. In fact, the news came down yesterday. It's pretty obvious. It's blatantly obvious. That development, I dare get into it. Should I get into it? Will it spark an argument? I don't know, but I'll tell you what I think next on the Vic Lombardi Show. Here's what's in play on Altitude 950. Hey, it's Mark Mosier. Join me Friday at Larry H. Miller Nation on 104th. I'll be broadcasting live from 1 to 3, and the deals are absolutely unbelievable. I'll have your chance to win some concert tickets, plus some abs and nugget swag, and check out the great deals in Larry H. Miller's Red Tag Sale. That's Friday from 1 to 3 at Larry H. Miller Nation on 104th. Get more info now at Altitude950.com. Gentlemen, when it comes to health and quality of life, there are numbers every man needs to know, including our testosterone number. Hey, Scott Aces here. I recommend going to the Low T Center. They make it quick and easy to get your levels checked, and it's covered by most health insurance with results in about 20 minutes. Low T levels can make you feel tired and grumpy. It can raise your cholesterol, cause weight gain, and loss of muscle mass. Low T Center's physicians specialize in treating low T in men. They know men's health and are reinventing men's health care. Call them, 303-451-5698, or go to lowtcenter.com. Next time you want to drive up the hill to play at the casinos in Central City, don't crawl up that old twisty canyon stuck behind slow buses and gravel trucks. Do what I do. Take I-70 to the Central City Casino Parkway. It's a quick, easy, scenic drive. And best of all, it's a modern four-lane highway. Central City offers everything you need. Hotels, dining, bars open 24-7, and live casino action day or night. So remember, don't take old twisty. Cruise I-70 to the parkway and take the four lanes to fun. When the time comes for you to buy your new truck, how are you going to decide? The lowest monthly payment you see on TV? (laughs) With the tiny print telling you why you won't get that deal. Or maybe the radio commercial promising the absolute lowest price, followed by lots and lots of very fast-talking disclaimers that are never good news. (laughs) You do have a better choice. My Car Guys at Johnson Auto Plaza. Hi, I'm Alan Roach, and I've been sending friends, family, and listeners to Johnson's for almost 20 years now. And for great reason, it's because of the Johnson family and the Johnson way of doing business. The promise of a respectful, honest experience. And yes, absolutely a great deal, just without the nonsense or the silly games. Ram Truck Month has been extended at Johnson's, meaning another month of terrific incentives on over a 1,000 vehicles, 600 trucks, 350 new Rams, 250 new Jeeps, each one ready to test drive and take home with special savings. Experience car buying the way it's supposed to be. At Johnson Auto Plaza, you're going to love these guys. North of E470 on Highway 85, Johnson Auto Plaza.com. Hey, it's Josh Dover here, and I'm going to tell you how to get a career in under a year. Not just any old job, I mean real opportunity to train for a relevant, in-demand career right now. Now more than ever, careers in media platforms are booming, like social media, YouTube, on-air talent, video and audio editing, production, camera, and control room operations. Maybe you're like me and love sports. Do something more than just watch games. Make it a career in areas like play-by-play, sports commentating, sports live broadcast, even host your own show. That's what the Colorado Media School has done for more than 30 years, dedicating themselves to placing more people in rewarding media careers. That's what they did for me. Now is the time. Call them up, tell them Josh Dover sent you, and get an orientation just for calling. Don't wait. Call now and make that appointment. And get that career in under a year. Train in just months without decades of debt. Flexible hours and financial aid for those who qualify. Call the Colorado Media School right now. 303-937-7070. That's 303-937-7070. Most of the year, my bad credit means I can't get it. But this is tax season. 
and it's time I got a new ride. So I'm taking my tax refund to Grand Valley Auto, where they say bad credit, don't sweat it. At Grand Valley Auto, they've got hundreds of quality pre-owned vehicles to choose from. Amazing deals, 17 years reputable experience, a full service department, and a free oil change if you mention this commercial. Tax time is car buying time at Grand Valley Auto on West Colfax near Wadsworth and Lakewood. GVALakewood.com. Finding a great happy hour is as easy as one, two, three at all three Lodos Bar and Grill locations with one dollar off beer, $2 off spirits and house wine, and $3 off appetizers, Monday through Saturday starting at 3. Lodo's Bar and Grill also has a great weekend brunch with $3 mimosas, plus live DJs and weekly entertainment. Good things come in threes like Lodo's Bar and Grill, Denver, Westminster, and Highlands Ranch. Lodo's Bar and Grill, we'll see you there. The Altitude 950 traffic update. An accident clearing off northbound I-25 approaching 6th Avenue. Clearing off the left side of the highway is now backed up traffic to University. Traffic is brought to you by Scientology Network. If you're on southbound I-25, do expect slow and go stop and go traffic between 58th Avenue and 6th Avenue. The only thing more interesting than what you've heard is what you haven't. Curious? Watch Scientology Network on DirecTV Channel 320 or go to Scientology.tv. I'm Chris McLaughlin with traffic on Altitude 950. Altitude 950, Denver's all-sports station. Now, back to Vic Lombardi. Well, obviously, early on, they I think they hit four threes early. Three of those were in transition. We weren't getting back. We weren't finding those shooters. We weren't communicating with each other. I think once uh, you know, we made a concerted effort after a timeout to get some defense into the game, and our guys did a good job of, of doing just that. And uh, I knew we could, you know, we'd be able to score. We're one of the better offensive teams in the NBA. But what has to improve for us is defending, and I thought for – Pretty much three quarters, we did a really good job. In the fourth quarter, obviously, uh, not much defense uh, in that quarter. Yeah, well, the, the fourth quarter was like a Globetrotters-Washington Generals game at that point. Just clean the bench and, and go home. Nuggets, take care of the hapless bulls. And I say hapless, I don't know what else to call them. What other, what other word do you use in describing the Chicago Bulls? Pathetic. Terrible. If you're a Bulls fan. Atrocious. I mean, it's almost Hopeless. sad. Embarrassing. It's almost sad, to be honest with you. Some of the talent that they put together, they put forth clearly trying to tank as much as they possibly can. But whatever. Nuggets will take it at this point. They're still in this thing. Still got a chance. I disagree with HW, who throws out the number 40. The Nuggets do not have a 40% chance of making the playoffs. It's much lower than that. And that's fine. If they prove us wrong, great. I'll be doing cartwheels. I'm the one who wants to see them make the playoffs perhaps more than anybody. It affects my damn job. But 40%? Come on now. HW, do you want to reassess that, please? Yeah, I got a little excited. Yes, you did. Yeah, a little excited. We'll, we'll go down to 30% just for you, Vic. <laughs> it's not even 30%. What, what look at the remaining, ske- look at the remaining schedule. Look at the schedule. Fine, look at their wins in Cleveland and Golden State this year, okay. man. The schedule doesn't scare me. It's just a place where you're playing a basketball game. 11 road wins, 12 now for the Denver Nuggets. They've got 12 road wins. And you're asking them to win on the road against playoff teams in succession, Washington, Philly, Toronto, and OKC. Wouldn't it be so this team to go 3-1 and one in that stretch? Got it. I would love it. I would love it. But then you have to have the other element. It's not even enough to go 3-1. and one. Somebody else has to start losing. And these other teams don't lose. San Antonio did not lose. New Orleans won again. 
Can you see the Jazz choking down the stretch? Who do the Jazz have besides Quinn They've got Snyder Dallas and... tonight. Sit on that one. Yeah. Well, they just lost to yeah, Atlanta. Exactly. Anything is possible. Okay. Uh, back to the uh, stadium conversation. What I love about this show is we can obviously disagree on things, and we seem to disagree on this topic all the time, and that's fine because in the end it's just sports. I, I said, I, now I know why the Broncos have waited all this time for a naming partner to the stadium. And this is why I always say we think we know and we don't know. There are good business people, smart business people working with every team in town. And, you know, we like to come on the air and opine and offer conjecture as to what they should and should not do. But in the end, they know what they're doing. They know. Now, it may not be the right thing, but they know what they're doing. And I think the reason why it's taken. That is such a blanket overstatement, but go ahead. I think the reason why they've waited so long for the naming rights, and I've, I've given them a lot of heck for this, cause I, like, how can you go this long without putting a damn name on the stadium? Is the announcement that came forth yesterday, and somebody on the uh, text line, um, agrees with me and put it out there. The stadium is not going to be named until they introduced the development surrounding the stadium. Did you guys hear about this on the south side over there? All that land, all that extra space. Yeah. They're going to do like a, uh, Almost like an LA Live type of deal. If you've been to LA and you've seen the Staples Center, they're going to introduce a lot more than just a stadium there. And I think with the introduction of that, perhaps the naming rights uh, will blanket all of that. And it might be one big center rather than just a stadium. That's what I want to think. That's what I want to think why there's been such a delay in naming the stadium. Somebody just on the text line says, uh, the funded uh, stadium by taxpayers should always be called Mile High Stadium, period. Sorry, that's not happening. Sorry. It's not going to. If you can make money off something, you're going to make money. If the taxpayers are willing to pay for the name, then fine. Otherwise, that's not happening. I'm a taxpayer like you are, but I'm yeah, telling you, I, I mean, it's not happening. That ship has sailed. It's 2018. Everybody should just move on. I think you're giving uh, the, the Broncos a tremendous break here and free pass, and it's the benefit of the doubt of you really think they've spent the last two years going, you know what, let's not sign a naming deal, even though they've hired a company to go out and try and do this, even though they've been putting it out to almost anybody who would listen. That was all a ruse because they were waiting to make this announcement so they could increase the value. I, I find that to be just an absolute free pass. Yeah, does this perhaps increase the, the value? Will they perhaps get a little added benefit and make it more uh, attractive now? Sure, but if somebody, if Dick's Sporting Goods would have stepped up two years ago and signed the exact same deal that Sports Authority had, they would have jumped at it. Well, Come see, on. I guess you and I are always going to be, we're always going to differ on this because people on the text line, this Justin says, Vic, why are you always defending the Broncos? Blah, blah, blah. I'm not the def- I'm not constantly defending the Broncos. I'm critical, but I'm not like Manchester who always thinks that, well, these guys, they don't know what they're doing. Like, you have this, this, this feel that people don't know what they're doing. The reason people are in position they are is because they do know what they're doing. Don't, don't use absolutes, all right? I, I never say they never know what they're doing. Well, but in regards the to token, the Broncos and cash, they don't know what they're doing. By the they're same spending, token, but they don't know what they're doing. You assume they always do the right thing. They're I don't, always making the right decision. False. And if I, I come never out, said if that. I come out and say that's wrong and that's a misstep, it's Manchester saying the Broncos are always wrong. No, I just don't think they're 100% right all the time because they're smart people. They are smart people. I respect the hell out of Joe Ellis. 
I think he does a very good job. Doesn't mean I think he's 100% correct 100% of the time, but apparently on this show and in this town, if you ever say anything critical of the Broncos, you think they're always wrong no, and a bunch of the boobs. Difference. Here's I don't the difference. think that. I've been critical of the Broncos not selling the naming rights. You've heard me on the show. I've said it for two years. It's embarrassing, right? But now I, I find out why. I find, oh, okay. Okay, I've seen the drawings. I, I know what they're going to do now on that I've south side. I've seen the drawings. It, Let's save that drop. I've seen the drawings. Oh, okay. Well, why did, we're not, we haven't been critical that they haven't sold it as much as we've been critical that they wouldn't spend $400,000 to take down signage from a, from a company that's defunct. I'm, that's what we were critical of. I'm telling you, exactly. And now that I've seen the drawings on what they're trying to do, I understand better why they did what they did. That's all I'm saying. I'm not giving him a free pass. Not I'm telling you, I it. get it now. I see. I'm willing to admit when I get it. That's the, the difference between you and I. Is you're not willing to admit it. That's not why they did it. It's an ancillary benefit that the fact that they haven't sold it has 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 turned out to be well. Maybe in the long run it'll be better. But if you think that they all sat around and said, you know what, let's not sell this for two years because we're going to someday announce some partnership with someday. the south side. Someday, you think break. they see see the difference. Do you think that they just came up with this idea someday? Do you know how long this idea has been in place to okay. do that? Do so you realize that this do – you, do you know? Let me just ask you. Do you know how long that's been in place? So you think they – uh, no, no. Answer the question. Do you know how long they've been thinking about building into that south side? How I long? don't. I don't. But according okay, to you – so they, they don't answer it if you don't know the – I just told, the I didn't answer the That's question. I said, I don't know. Oh, okay. So you think when Sports Authority went defunct, they all sat around and went, awesome. This is good news. Let's make nothing for two years while we sit on this because then when our decade long Southside project comes to fruition, we can make even more money. That is such poppycock. If Give you me a break. want to criticize, criticize them for being too cheap to bring down the signs. But there's oh. also an ulterior motive for that. Do you know why they didn't bring down the signs? Oh, here we go. I can't wait to hear. Well, I'm just asking. Do you know why? I, I don't know. There was there was owls that had a nest in it. No, I no, have no, no idea. They didn't want people getting comfortable with the name Mile High Stadium, oh, as if that's geez, going to be the Christmas. default name, because they know they're going to sell the naming rights. That's why they don't <sighs> want people calling it Mile High. That's why. I'm just giving you reasons. You're coming. All you're doing is speculate. I'm giving you concrete reasons. Yeah. Okay, that's a concrete reason. They were worried that people would get used to calling it Mile High Stadium. That's a concrete reason. That's not speculation. Come on. Give me a break. They, I know it for they a were fact. happy that they didn't have naming rights, that they weren't getting any revenue for the last two years because they knew this project was coming. They were happy that Sports Authority went under because now they can make even more money now that they got the Southside Redevelopment Project. Give me a break. Those are facts, and I'm coming up with conjecture. Good Lord. I've seen the drawings. That's my new favorite line. I've seen the drawings. Why did they redo Von Miller's contract? I've seen the drawings. Here's the hey, plan. James, James, what if I told you I have seen the drawings? <laughs> I've seen the drawings. I have seen the drawings. <laughs> I mean, so what? what? I, I, I've told you what they plan. I know exactly what they're planning on doing over there. I've seen the drawings. Uh, I mean, well, I wish I was in the know to have seen the I drawings. I wish I was back in the club. It, it's, 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 it's funny. It's almost like you're, you're angry that you can't be right on this. You can't be right, so you're angry. No, no, I'm not angry. I'm angry that people give the Broncos a free pass in this town. 
That's what I'm angry about. <laughs> You're both angry. I'm it's ang- Thursday morning. It's nice. It's supposed to be 70 degrees out today. Dude, just this, remember. This all just remember. If you're going to play Mr. Accountant on the Broncos, you better do so on every other franchise Fine. in town. Tell me which franchise you'd like me to do it on. Oh, this all started by the fact that yesterday the Broncos bought an asset that they didn't have to buy, and that's not good for the team, which is a fact. That's just a fact. And anybody who understands math and or business knows that. So why why am I why am I the bad guy because I'm pointing that out? Why does that make me the guy who's anti Broncos? It's no, not it's good. One by thirty three last it's night. Not, it's not like you're the bad guy, but it's the Ads same. Have a huge game drum uh, you know you what? Beat on no. every morning. No. I, think, I mean, just find a different drum, Fine. dude. Fine. You know what? I'll, find jo- I'll join. Dr- find I'll a different join instrument. Club. I'll join your group. All right. The Broncos. There are plenty can, of instruments out there to be played. They can do no wrong. They won a Super Bowl three years ago. John Elway walks across Sloan's Lake every morning on his stroll into work. Uh, fine, I, I'm, I'm with you. I'm, I'm, I'm done fighting it. I'm done banging this drum. I'm done being the, the one guy in town who will say, "Hey, you know what? The Broncos aren't perfect. Let's, let's point out their flaws and their blemishes when they have one." You know what? I give up. I throw up my hands. I will join the rest of the minions and just be a Broncos apologist. That's fine. One, one I'll, two I'll zero three. I'll do it. Sorry. You beat me down. I'm done. One two zero three says, uh, James, the actual drawings are a couple doors down from my office in a coworker's office. If you want to go see them. They're publicly available. Oh, I thought they were top secret. No, I've seen you, the go, you can go see them right now if you like. Because you got the Vic Lombardi show, I'd top seen of the, the hour. Drawings, it would we're all back be after this. Altitude 950, Denver's all sports station. Coming up tonight, the Avalanche are back at Pepsi Center taking on the Kings. The puck drops at 7 o'clock with a pregame show getting in the way at 635. Mark Mosier, the radio voice of the Avalanche, will be on the call. KSE, Parker, Denver, home of the Nuggets. Crowd comes to its feet at Pepsi Center. Home of the Avalanche. Tyson Berry dials it in from just inside the blue line on a ball. And the push for the playoffs. Denver's all-sports station. Altitude 950. Now, back to Vic Lombardi. It was about design. Me and Coach had a good talk, you know, a few days ago. You know, he wanted me to be more a part of the offense. You know, he wanted to give me the ball a little bit more. If the coach is going to do that and stick his neck out like that, you know, he's got to produce. Paul Millsap is not 100% back yet, but last night he played like it. Trust me, I've seen the drawings. <laughs> 11 points in the first quarter, finished with the game high, team high 22. If Millsap plays the way he did last night down the stretch, then then I'll agree with HW. Then they have a legitimate shot at doing something, making some noise. And if the Nuggets were to make some noise, let's be blunt here, if they could somehow uh, find their way around this minefield that remains, they will be one dangerous team going into the postseason because they will have beaten a playoff team every single step of the way, and nobody will want a piece of them come playoffs. But that's asking an awful lot. A lot. Yes, it's asking a lot, but this text line is hysterical right now. 4650, Stefan says, how to speak like Manchester. Give me a break, bunk, poppycock, Teflon, square peg, round hole. Mm. Hey, the Nuggets are more over the cap than the Lakers and the Knicks, two big market teams. But you know what? I'm, I'm supposed to hold everybody financially accountable, so let's go ahead and continue doing this. I just want you to be fair. You I know, am being I mean, fair. It, Okay, well then, if you're so fair, 
when they did take that contract, that Von Miller contract, and they opted to just pay him $12 million straight up, why didn't you give him credit for that? I mean, they did something that you would think would open up some revenue stream to add to the – why don't you give them something for that? I said, let's see what they do with it. You don't get any credit until you put it to use. You don't, why you would don't get they, credit what, for that. So, so what's the motivation behind it? That doesn't benefit them. I have no them. idea. Okay, good. You just said it. Thank right. God. So, Thank God. So they God. can roll. For so, the first time in the history of the show, James didn't jump to conclusions. He said, I have no, no idea. He I actually don't. admitted he didn't know something. Let me ask Thank you this. You. Let me ask you this. If they go into the season $20 million under the cap, did it, did it benefit them from to do it or not? No, well, it didn't benefit they, they them at all. catch criticism, yes, but oh, they won't. They, so dude, that's all I've to... said. I've said, hey, put it to use, and it'll be a good move. Don't mm-hmm. put it to use. It's not a good move. I just don't start clapping as soon as he walks on the stage. I want to hear him sing. Yeah. Walking on the stage is the easy part. Open up the pipes. Let me hear what you can do. <laughs> well, some people go to the same concert 20 times over. Isn't it uh, Marty O that goes to Dave Matthews three times a year? Yeah, he's been 21 times in his life. Well, at that point, clearly he's not there to hear him sing. He's there just to see him. It's actually four times a year. The Avs have less cap space than Detroit, Chicago, and right there with the Rangers. The Avs, big, big market teams. The Avs and their cap space has never been an issue. Even when they were a 48-point team, they spent money. That was never the issue. Okay. I'm just saying. I'm just making sure I'm pointing it out because yeah. apparently I only pick on the Broncos. Are you liking the text line right now, Vic, or are you not a fan? No, you can read them. Go ahead, Adam. There's just, you know, you got called Vic Kliss on the text line. <laughs> Didn't know how you felt about that. You can call me whatever you want. I mean, my whole my whole point of this game is I try to be fair. I try right. to be fair to every team. I don't... I don't pick on one team just because that's the drum I play. Rockies have the 12th highest payroll in uh, baseball. I bet they don't have the 12th highest revenue stream. Come again? The Rockies have the 12th highest payroll in all of Major League Baseball. I bet they don't have the 12th highest revenue streams. Just I'm just trying to be fair. Josh says Manchester's intelligence and objectivity is blinded by his ego. Okay. I don't even know what that means. I, I, listen, if, if you don't just everything the Broncos do, if you don't applaud it, apparently you're just a hater in this town. The, the, let's take the Von Miller thing as a prime example. Did I applaud it? No, because they haven't done anything yet. If they put it to good use, I will applaud it. I'll be happy to. But see, you, you always change the game. What's good use in your book? What's, so, uh, signing what's someone else other than, uh, okay, uh, here's not good gonna, use. Sign, what, are you gonna pocket that money? You think John's gonna go take that mm. money to Reno? I don't know. Maybe he took it to Miami and now he's off to the Bahamas. So I don't know. I don't know where he's at. Where in the world is John Elway today? We could, we could do half the show on that every day. I, I mean, it's, let's see what they do with it. They, they had a bunch of cap space last year and we sat in this room and Jeff Legwald told me they needed that $11 million in case they had to get guys on injured reserve, which is what, what $11 million street free agent's going to be out there that's going to fill, fill an injury uh, right. hole? It's just this, it's just spin. It's just nonsense. Great. Well, and I pointed the, it out then and I was right. the hater. What's the spin from the Nuggets for having 13 million sitting at the end of the bench? I don't know. Kenneth Reed did not play last night in a game that was over after the first quarter. They're over the cap more than the Lakers and the Knicks. Uh, how much more do you want them to do? I'm just saying, every team has financial issues and financial questions and financial puzzles. You could say that about every team in this town. You choose to pick on one team. 
No, I pick on the team that gets a free pass. Okay. People beat up. Hey, do people beat up? Why do the Nuggets? Why do the Nuggets get a free pass for how they're handling Kenneth Fareed's contract? Do people? It was a big contract. They gave him big money. They don't play him because they don't think he can help the team. Why? What's the negative there? They're not playing a guy even though he's making big money. Why did they trade him? To me. Maybe they couldn't find a taker. Maybe nobody else wanted to have a $13 million guy sitting at the end of the bench. To me, that's a positive that they don't play a guy just because he's making a lot of money. That's a positive thing. We're going to criticize him for that? They play they play Trey Lyles, who actually can help them, as opposed to play Kenneth Fareed? That's a smart move. That's a, that's a team that's not making decisions based on money. Dick Monfort has been beat up in this town for 20 years for being cheap, mm-hmm. uh, most of which has been unfair. Dick Montfort is operating in a sport that is uncapped, where he's not making near the amount of money as the L.A. Dodgers. Look at the L.A. Dodgers cable TV deal compared to what the Rockies get from AT&T Sportsnet. Give me a break. And nobody looks at the economics. They just rip Dick Montfort. Pat Bolin or the Bolin Trust or whoever gets the exact same amount of TV money as Jerry Jones and the Maras and everybody else. Come Seven on. six two five. I don't think I've ever heard Vic criticize the Broncos. Well, you better hear up right now. Because I've said this time and time again, their drafting after, well, the last four years has been abysmal. Do I believe Case Keenum is the answer? No. I think he's going to be helpful. I think he's better than what they had. But if you think Case Keenum, at whatever price tag he's on, is going to make a 5-11 and team on an 11-5 team, you're drunk. I'm just going to get you some so white I'm chaps just, and I'm some orange I'm just trying to pom-pom. make sure I, I lay out the evidence so people understand where I'm coming from here. The offensive line has been abysmal. Again, I'll use that word. Is that critical or is that praiseworthy? I just want to make sure I'm on the right line here. They need a lot of things to happen for them to even be competitive again next year. It's a rebuild. They don't want to use that word, but it is what it is. The difference is I'm fine with that right now because my expectations aren't championship every year. My expectations aren't Super Bowl every year. Those aren't mine. They may be yours. They're not mine because I'm practical. I know we don't have a Tom Brady hanging around for 16 seasons right now. You've gone through Elway. You've gone through Peyton Manning. You're going to have these ups and downs. Deal okay. with it. Okay. So the quit year- being so <laughs> damn quit being a spoiled little boy. The year after they won the Super Bowl, did people or did people not try to convince us? that a quarterback who had never thrown an NFL pass because of the defense they had and the team around them would be just fine. Did they or did they not? They did. And who said that was a bunch of bunk? I did. I What did. do you want me to do, bake you a cake? No, don't call me a spoiled little boy because I'm the one who actually pointed out that what John Elway and everybody was feeding us through the minions was a bunch of nonsense. That doesn't make me a spoiled little boy. It makes me the one guy in the room who actually can see the light. That's okay, what it makes you want me, me to bake you a cake? What do you want for that? I don't want to take you to Burger King. I want. I just told you. Don't call me a spoiled little boy. I just told you what I want. I didn't call you. I said in reference to anyone who expects a championship every season. You're foolish if you expect a championship every season. You're foolish. It's it's, it's the last segment. I'm going to yell and argue and scream about it. I'm I'm joining the minions. It's a hell of a lot easier. It's a hell of a lot easier. I'm going to ask you this. I'm going to ask you this. Do you are your expectations? I'll get my Super Bowl championship every like everyone else. Are your expectations a Super Bowl championship every season? Are those your expectations? What's the expectations at Dove Valley? Are the, what, I'm asking mantra? you what's what your expectations are. No, it never has been. Did I? I who picked them six and ten last year? I okay. did. I'll take a second cake for that. Then fine. 
then if you picked them six and ten and they went six and ten, who said Trevor Simeon was a joke? I was. They just traded him to Minnesota for a seventh round pick. Good. Let's take a break. Reset. Please change the topic. We will. You got the Vic Lombardi show. Altitude 950, Denver's all-sports station. Here's what you missed on the latest Hastings and Broman. When you're talking about a, a consensus effort, and our guys have been, are desperate to get back to the playoffs. Our guys are desperate to make the playoffs. I mean, that word. And they played with a playoff intensity for the last month. They played with an urgency the last month. I don't know if that's coaching or if it's if it's the makeup of guys, right? I mean, isn't that, isn't that players? I mean, isn't Bednar just describing players and, and Malone describing players? Hastings and Brownman, every weekday, 10 to 1, only on Altitude 950. Have you heard of thousands of people earning money with a second home? Companies like Airbnb have created a whole new industry for people to tap into the multi-billion dollar industry of renting. If a second home purchase has not crossed your mind, it should. Because you could easily make a couple thousand dollars more each month if you list your second home for rent or as a vacation property. Hey, it's Mark Mosier for my friends at American Financing. Real estate has consistently been a great investment and qualifying for a second home may be easier than you think. Interest rates remain low and you can put as little as 10% down. That's right, 10% down. A second home could be more consistent than stocks. A savvy investment if you ask me. But don't just take my word for it. Talk to the salary-based mortgage consultants at American Financing. Call 303-695-7000. That's 303-695-7000 or AmericanFinancing.net. The official mortgage company of Altitude 950. NMLS 182334, regulated by the Division of Real Estate. We're here in the shop at Farland Classic Restoration in Englewood. Here's the owner, Jack Farland. Jack, you guys win some serious car awards. What's What's the latest? Well, we finished a 1961 Ferrari convertible that won a platinum award at Cavallino in Florida. It also won an award for the best restoration in the show. That's kind of like the Oscars for classic Ferraris, isn't it? That's pretty much it, exactly. Our restorations do very well at places like Pebble Beach and Amelia Island. So all those other major shows in this serious car collector world. That's impressive. Um, how long has the shop been around? We've been in business for 27 years, so we've been here a while. And our guys are really the best around. If I look around, I'm seeing Porsches, Ferraris, Mercedes, and some really impressive muscle cars. We work on many different investment level classics. We do everything under one roof. And you have a showroom with classics for sale? Yes, that's right. Look under Cars for Sale at FarlandCars.com or on Facebook under Farland Classic Restoration. Next time you want to drive up the hill to play at the casinos in Central City, don't crawl up that old twisty canyon stuck behind slow buses and gravel trucks. Do what I do. Take I-70 to the Central City Casino Parkway. It's a quick, easy, scenic drive. And best of all, it's a modern four-lane highway. Central City offers everything you need. Hotels, dining, bars open 24-7, and live casino action day or night. So remember, don't take old twisty. Cruise I-70 to the parkway and take the four lanes to fun. Were you underpaid or denied by your insurance company after that hailstorm last May? Well, you need the C3 Group. They're a team of private insurance adjusters and property claim experts that work only for you, not your insurance company. 
So don't let your insurance company tell you what they're willing to pay for your claim. The C3 Group will ensure you receive what they're required to pay. Call the C3 Group, 303-670-2710. That's 303-670-2710. The C3 Group, 303-670-2710. Save hundreds on your next Yukon, Buick Encore, Sierra 1500, or Acadia at Sus Buick GMC. At Sus, there are no dealer fees, ever. The price you see is the price you pay, plus tax. Sus saves you hundreds on their vast selection of over 500 new and used cars and trucks. So when you're looking at the sleek and powerful new GMC Terrain, on sus.net. You can focus on how you'll spend the hundreds you saved. Sus Buick GMC, where they treat you like family. Family owned for over 35 years at 1301 South Havana in Aurora. The Altitude 950 Traffic Update. Presented by East Radon. Northbound I-25 is delayed this morning between 225 and 6th Avenue where there was an earlier accident. Traffic is brought to you by Unbound.org. Crash southbound I-25 on the ramp to County Line Road. Watch for activity there. Eastbound I-70 extra heavy. Harlan through to Havana. An accident clearing on Hamden eastbound approaching Broadway. We all got to where we are through hard work and a little help. Open a world of opportunity for a child or elder dreaming of a better tomorrow at Unbound. I'm Chris McLaughlin with traffic on Altitude 950. Altitude 950, Denver's all-sports station. Now, back to Vic Lombardi. So, uh, Adam Schefter reports that the Giants are trading defensive end Jason Pierre-Paul and a fourth-rounder to the Buccaneers. For a couple picks. So, uh, JPP is headed south. South for the summer. Leaves behind 15 million in dead cap space. Goodness gracious. Apparently they were not happy with JPP. Welcome back to the Vic Lombardi show. We'll hook up with Jeff Legwald a little bit later, get his thoughts on, uh, what the Broncos are looking at, uh, this week. They're, uh, going to attend Josh Allen's pro day in Wyoming tomorrow. Uh, they had a representative at Sam Darnold's day yesterday at SC. He was throwing in the rain. Uh, Albert Breer seems to think that four quarterbacks will go one through four in the draft. See what uh, Leggy thinks about that. Also, Travis Heath, as uh, he usually does, joins us later in the show. Fellas, uh, let's turn things around a little bit. Let's change the tune of this show and bring up our Power 5 question of the day. What can we not get enough of today? So hot right now. Let's dive into the Power 5. Brought to you by Johnson Auto Plaza, where first-time buyers become lifetime customers every day. Easy. I'm just documenting that that he's giving up the car wash. What do you feel about this being the last day at the car wash? I'm sad. Pretty loud. I can't hear you. Are you pretty sad? Yeah. So yesterday, my pop sold his prized car wash, had it for uh, 12 years. I saw the plans, James. It sold. It's gone. <laughs> you had the drawings? Yeah, saw the drawings, saw the plans. It's done. So in honor of that sale, our Power 5 question of the day, hardest thing you've ever had to part with that you really didn't want to? Something you may have had to sell as a kid to generate some funds for whatever? For me, it wasn't the car wash, believe it or not. When I was a ball boy for the Nuggets, I had, believe it or not, a vintage pair of Magic Johnson Converse. Remember the old purple and gold yeah. that it mm. came out with? Yeah. I used to collect those shoes when I was a ball boy. I had Larry Bird's. I had Magic Johnson's. I had a lot of key players, but I wanted to keep the Magic's. I needed to make some money for a trip I was taking with the basketball team, and I sold those suckers. To this day, I was like, damn it, why did I sell those Magic's? 
30933 is the Altitude 950 text line. The hardest thing you've ever had to sell, part with, in honor of the last day of Easy es car wash. By the way, Vic, flood that text line. We've got Avs and Golden Knights tickets on Saturday at the Pepsi Center. Should be lit. Well, it'll be a lit tonight when the LA Kings come to town. What a key game. Oh, you know, huge. it's so funny how we live and die on each of these games. The Az will win one as they did the other night, and all is well. They're making the playoffs. If they were to lose tonight, just the way the emotions change, right? Oh, my God, it's the end of the world. They're at 88 points. Even if they lost tonight, well, mathematically, let's see. Where would they be? If they lost tonight, they'd still be in the playoffs. They'd be the eight seed instead of the seven seed. Yeah, but I think we go Manchester here, look out that front window, try to catch those Minnesota Wild and get a top three seed in the Central Division. But don't you listen to what Mark Rycroft is telling you, though? He says stay in that seven seed because you want to play Vegas in the playoffs. That's who, You'd prefer to play Vegas over Winnipeg. I agree with him. I think it's a dangerous game, like Manchester always says, to try to pick your opponent. If you're mm-hmm. the Avs, you just get in and you ride that Varley train all the way to the Western Conference Finals and beyond. But, oh. guys, I've seen the Avs' plans. I know what they have in mind. You and Rycroft have seen the drawings? I've seen the drawings. They want to play Vegas in the first round. I I just always remember wanting to get Jacksonville. I wanted Jacksonville in 96. That well, you know what? Maybe a better out. game plan and different results, you beat Jacksonville. I, I mean, one game is one game. To this a day, bad game plan. They're never wrong. Okay, I'll, I'll, let's, say, let's say the Nuggets find a way to get to the postseason. Who would you rather play? Who would you rather get if you're the Nuggets? Houston or Golden State? Boy. That pick your poison there. Golden I, State, no doubt. No, no, I would rather take Houston. Oh, Golden State. Give me, give me a big James Harden moment or a Mike D'Antoni moment. I'll, I'll take that group versus a team that's been to the finals three years in a row, all day long. Man, it, I, watching the proceedings here the last month, it's not about who you play; it's when you play them more the, more than who you play. Because Golden State, the last few games, it's Golden State's JV team, dude. They're without their three best players. Yeah. It's when you play them. So when the, when, when I hear people say this, and I talked to Adam Silver about it the other day, about the Nuggets seven game road trip and why I'm so up in arms about that. And I know I hear you say, what's the big deal? They got to play 41 on the road either way. It is a big deal because of when you play them. Ask any team in the NBA, would you prefer to play seven in a row early in the season or late? 100 out of 100 We'll say early. Nobody wants to play a seven-game road trip late in the season. That's death. That's a death knell. Was at Chicago tougher last night or in November? I'll ask you a question. Would you rather play seven in a row late or early? Well, if I'm... You know the answer? No. You know the answer. You're wrong. You're wrong because the first three games of this road trip, they played two teams that were tanking and another team that was banged up. They should be 3-0, and and if they played those... If they played... Memphis, Miami, Chicago in November, we'd have never said they should be 3-0. They should be 3-0 because they played three JV squads. So Because it's when, the end of the year. When the Broncos schedule comes out next year, and I told you they had a four-game road trip, would you prefer to have it early in the season or late? I, I think it's it, there's no difference. Well, I, I brought, late, I'm asking you. Late. Late. Because you, you're gonna get, you could get a banged-up team. If it's the first four games of the year, at least for the first week, you're going to get a 100% healthy opponent. I, it's, it's, it's just complaining. It's just complaining to complain. It's just making an excuse. Okay. If that's how you see it. The first three games have been against teams that were depleted. That, that, and, that and I'm did, not giving them, hey, listen, and I'm not making any excuses. They should, right now, they should be three and oh on this road trip. Yeah. No doubt about it. I'm not, you, you make it sound like I'm making excuses. I'm not. The, the excuse I'm making is there's no reason why they should have been handed a seven-game road trip. And by the way, 
you're going to laugh when I tell you this. You're going to laugh, you're going to mock, and you're going to giggle. I saw the drawings. I know why they ended up with the seven-game road trip. I know the real reason. I've seen the drawings. No, no, I'm dead serious. I know the real reason they ended up with the seven-game road trip. When and you guess what? the commish? Guess what? It was a mistake. Somebody dropped the ball. Do go mm-hmm. on. It was a mistake. There are two entities that make up the NBA schedule. Two mm-hmm. people. Two different groups that make it up. One of those groups dropped the ball on this. And they said as much. They admitted as much. There's no reason any team, albeit a playoff chasing team, should have this kind of road trip to finish a season. Wait, it, so was it, was, it was a mistake. It was legitimately a mistake yes. by the league? Yes. yes. Oh, that's embarrassing. They could make excuses and say it was random, blah, blah, blah. Trust me. They're apologetic. Wow. Well, then somebody, when the schedule comes out, you gotta start sounding alarms and saying, how in the heck did this happen? And well, somebody I mean, should have looked but, at you it. Well, what, what are the Nuggets supposed to do in this? Any, any cries from the Nuggets is an excuse now. They look bad either way. If, if you want Michael Malone to come on our show and say, you know, we're screwed. We got the schedule. What's it going to sound like? No, I, dude, they see versions of the schedule before it's ever publicly and the, released. And, and trust me, when they saw this, they were first to say, what the hell? Trust me. Well, then shame on the NBA. What do you think? They went just to the the Dairy Queen after they got the schedule and said, we're good? Well, then shame on the NBA for not correcting the problem when it was pointed out. I mean, once it's released publicly, it's too late. Mm -hmm. So, you know, I don't know. Okay, back to our Power Five. The hardest thing you've ever had to part with, 30933 is the Altitude 950 text line. Avs and Golden Knights tickets on the line, Vic. Uh, Let's see. From the text line, Mike says, hardest thing I ever had to part with was my first car. An 83 puke green Subaru station wagon with wool seat covers. It overheated when I was giving. Okay. Um, anyway, <laughs> my uh, it reminds me. My dad owned a 1970 Chevelle. It was the only. It was the first new car he ever bought. He sold it like two years ago. It had like 19,000 miles on it. Never mm-hmm. drove it. He had never turned on the windshield wipers because <laughs> he wouldn't drive it in bad ever. <laughs> Wouldn't drive it in bad weather, and he had to sell that. Uh, didn't have to, but he did. That would have been tough to part with, I would think, yeah. after 45 years. Well, what well, would not be tough to part with, as you well know, I've got that Mustang still sitting in my dad's garage. Made you an I'd offer. I'd be more than willing to part with that sucker if the price is right. Didn't you try to drive that to training camp last year and yes. disastrous things happened? You remember what happened. Yes. I made you an offer. You'd have cash in your pocket, I'm not going to take your little offer. What was the offer? Your I little five offer. Grand. It was five no, grand. No, I'm not taking your little offer. Cash you know money. it's worth more than that. What well, do you need cash to let me drive you, it out of your house today? What have you gotten for it? Dude, I haven't even put it out there yet. I haven't even gone full marketability on it. Trust me. You'll feel the effects when I go full marketability. You don't even have it. to bother with marketing it. You don't have to bother with dealing with, ah, oh, I got this looky-loo coming over at uh-huh. four that's going <laughs> to... You don't have to deal with any of that. Uh, Glendale Tom says, I, in college, I had to go all tin cup and hawk my golf clubs to buy a Rockies 20 game plan. <laughs> that's a pretty good one, actually. You know, it was this or that. Usually it's something small. It's not a car or house. It's something that, that is so meaningful to you. And it's like, why am I selling this? I mean, how desperate do I have to be to sell this, right? Did, did I ever tell you about the time I caught a baseball at Fenway Park and the guy offered me a 100 bucks for it and my dad told me you're not selling it? Oh, I just sold it in a heartbeat. It was off the bat of one Manny Ramirez. I just sold it in a heartbeat. 100 bucks for a baseball? You can go buy one at freaking Woolworths. At Fenway Park off the bat of Manny when you're a 13-year-old yes. kid? Yes. Guess what? A week later, you can go anywhere and say, yeah, I bought, I, see this ball? I just caught it off the bat of Manny. I still Same have damn the thing. damn ball, though. Why would I have sold it for 100 bucks? Go buy a ball at the, at Dick's and say, I, I got this off the bat of Manny. Who cares? 
your story still works, right? It wouldn't be the true story, so I'll just stick and I'll just keep my baseball at this point. I feel like I'm on an episode of Pawn Stars, and I think I'm just going to keep it at this point. Uh, that leads to another story. How many uh, autographs do you think are authentic? Mm. 40%. Was it Eli that got in trouble for that? Wasn't he faking merchandise? Yeah. Which is why I have all the respect in the world for one Peyton freaking Manning. I've told you the story. The week before he announced his retirement, I walk in to a hotel um, conference room, and I see Peyton Manning there with loads and loads of uniforms, footballs, and helmets. And that's when I knew he was done. I knew he, this was his last foray into autograph signing uh, as a member of the Denver Broncos, he had at least at least five thousand items that he was sitting there with his headphones on, signing one after one, all authentic, all with that very nice penmanship of his. <laughs> Dude, that's a lot of work. It doesn't sound hard, but imagine how sore your hand has to be after signing all those items. You saw the drawing. I saw the plans ahead of time. Uh, when clear. is Jeff Legwald joining us? Uh, he's at nine, nine o'clock. Nine. Okay. Sorry, I had to put a cough drop in because I was at the club last night, so I'm feeling the effects. I just looked down at my rundown, so I'm on there in bold. Okay, good. All caps. My rundown, I just lost it. Sorry, I had no <laughs> idea where the hell. It Rolling went. into the show after the club, <laughs> it's kind of a cough drop sort of morning. Uh, did they have dancing at the club last night? Oh yeah. So did you stay extended time? I was at the club. Okay. Yeah. Just curious. Yeah. In case um, you missed it, HW was at the club for the Rapids unveiling of their new. Kits, you got the Vic Lombardi show. More from the text line. It's lit right here on Altitude 950. Friday afternoon, Altitude 950 picked a winner for another Ultimate Abs experience. And the winner of the Ultimate Avalanche VIP experience is Matt Bell. You ring that bell, Matt. Yeah. You're going to be going to the game. Going. On the 22nd. We're going. Of March. And you we're going. are going to be riding the Zamboni. Only Altitude 950 gives you this much access to your Denver Nuggets and Colorado Avalanche. And we've got even more Ultimate Abs and Nuggets experiences coming up. Congratulations. How you doing, man? Woo-hoo! Yeah! Have you ever ridden a Zamboni? I have never ridden a Zamboni, so yeah, this is awesome. Keep it on Denver's all-sports station, Altitude 950. March is here. Time to start planning those summer projects. And for those, you'll need a truck. Right now, it's the Medved Massive Markdown Sale. And with low interest rates plus rebates and incentives on just about everything in stock, you'll save thousands. Come on, you've been thinking about a truck? Ford, Chevy, Ram, GMC, America's best-selling truck brands. And there's only one place where you can find them together, and that's at the Medved Big Gun Truck Center in Castle Rock. Four brands, 40 acres, $40 million worth of trucks, all at one location where you can compare them side by side with one sales consultant who can show you everything. And Medved is your hometown truck dealer. For more than 75 years, the company known as Medved has been locally owned, locally operated, locally involved. Ford, Chevy, Ram, GMC. Drive them, compare them, buy them. The Medved Big Gun Truck Center, just minutes south of Lincoln on the I-25 corridor to part the 181 ramp Castle Rock. Shop online at medvedcastlerock.com. Everybody said go to Medved. The road to success is paved with your new career at Brandon Sand and Gravel. Since 1906, they're one of the most respected concrete and construction companies. Construction season is coming, and Brandon is hiring right now. They need Class A and B CDL drivers and operators and laborers. They need you. Brandon offers competitive wages.
packages, a full benefits package including matching 401k. Become a part of the Brannon team. Apply today at Brannon1.com. That's B-R-A-N-N-A-N, the number one, dot com. Thanks, 811, for keeping me safe while I planted a new garden. Remember to click or call 811 before you begin any outdoor project that requires digging. Sponsored by Colorado 811, the Colorado Broadcasters Association, and this station. Have you ever wanted to refinance your mortgage but didn't want to start a 30-year loan again? Hey, it's Nate Kreckman. And Ryan Harris. For our friends at American Financing, and let us tell you... They can help. When refinancing to eliminate mortgage insurance, lower your rate, or consolidating high-interest debt, you don't have to worry about resetting your loan. Because at American Financing, they offer 9, 13, or 18-year loans. Really, any term that you need. It truly is a custom loan. It's your mortgage, your way. Plus, with a fixed rate, no matter where interest rates go, yours stay the same. Monthly payments won't increase. It just takes one call to their salary-based mortgage consultants, and they'll guide you through the Options that will customize the right program to achieve your financial goals. Call 303-695-7000. That's 303-695-7000. Or go online at AmericanFinancing.net. They're open seven days a week. American Financing, the official mortgage company of Altitude 950. And MLS 182334, regulated by the Division of Real Estate. Most of the year, my bad credit means I can't get it. But this is tax season, and it's time I got a new ride. So I'm taking my tax refund to Grand Valley Auto, where they say bad credit, don't sweat it. At Grand Valley Auto, they've got hundreds of quality pre-owned vehicles to choose from. Amazing deals, 17 years reputable experience, a full service department, and a free oil change if you mention this commercial. Tax time is car buying time at Grand Valley Auto on West Colfax near Wadsworth and Lakewood. GVALakewood.com. The Altitude 950 Traffic Update. Northbound I-25 is delayed this morning between 225 and 6th Avenue where there was an earlier accident. Traffic is brought to you by Unbound.org. Crash southbound I-25 on the ramp to County Line Road. Watch for activity there. Eastbound I-70 extra heavy. Harlan through to Havana. An accident clearing on Hamden eastbound approaching Broadway. We all got to where we are through hard work and a little help. Open a world of opportunity for a child or elder dreaming of a better tomorrow at Unbound.org. I'm Chris McLaughlin with traffic on Altitude 950. Altitude 950, Denver's all sports station. Text us at 30933 to join the show. Cross ice pass, Kerfman with a shot. Save, rebound, close line, not free. Pitch on, score! Alexander Kerfman, it's a power play goal as he rips it home from between the circles. Avs and Kings tonight at Pepsi Center. Every game, a big game from here on out. The Avs currently in that seven seed, 88 points. The LA Kings, 87 points. So clearly things can change depending on the outcome tonight. Uh, I'm not even sure what that surefire number is anymore, guys. We keep hearing 96. You get to 96 and you're in. I, I don't know anymore. I mean, um, I- I'd have to look at this and analyze who plays whom, but... I almost say 97 or 98 is the number now. Teams keep winning. Yeah, I mean, the, the number 96 was, what, one time that that wasn't enough to get a team in the postseason? That seems like, all right, the odds are good it'll get you in, but uh, it happened once before, so you can't you can't count on it. Uh, I'm with you. It does make me a little nervous. It, they, when they had 10 games left, we said, oh, if they go 5-5-0, five, five, yeah. and oh, they'd get to 96. 
the way teams are playing, a 5-5-0 five, five and oh finish almost doesn't feel like it would be good enough. They're but, now 1-0 oh in that stretch. St. Louis winning in overtime over Boston last night bothers me because they're still alive. You know, you, had St. Louis lost, I'd feel a lot more comfortable, given the fact St. Louis is still on the schedule, only three points shy of the Avs. That, that team bothers me. Uh The other teams, like Calgary's done. They're at 80. H.W., you mentioned Dallas. Dallas has now lost six in a row. They might be done. Yeah, that's what I was going to get at here is, you know, in the Western Conference in the NBA, there's ten teams for eight spots, right? In the NHL, with Dallas really falling off, it's looking like it's nine teams for eight spots. Honestly, between the Avs, Kings, Ducks, and Blues, three of the four are going to get in. Avs, honest, seem to be in pretty good shape to me. Well, again, St. Louis. It had St. Louis lost last night, I'd feel a lot better they about They traded it. Paul Stasny, dude. That's not a team that with playoff aspirations. Really? They're just, they're just getting kind of hot right now. The Avs will really? bury them the, in the last game of the year. The, the L.A. Clippers traded Blake Griffin, and they decided to, to wave the white flag. And guess what they did last night? They freaking won in Milwaukee. And they're not done yet. That's what bothers me about all this. Teams that we're supposed to be losing now are winning in the NBA Western Conference. New Orleans on the road wins again. Can I can I tell you something very honestly here, Vic? I think you're letting your disappointment in the Nuggets bleed into your thought process on the Avs here. I think the Avs are a lot more safe than you think. I guess I'm. You're right. You're right. You're exactly right. I'm. I'm not being as optimistic as I should, and I'm I'm in that sensitive zone where I want to make sure it's a done deal before it happens. But that comes. Isn't that sort of hockey? You don't touch the Stanley Cup until you win the Stanley Cup. You don't assure a playoff spot until you get a playoff spot. Isn't that part of the deal, the superstition of hockey? Yeah, no, I'm with you. I think you're being overly negative about the Nuggets, too. Right now they're in the ninth spot. I'm not worried about the Clippers. They're in the rearview mirror. I'm looking out the front window. Wait, wait, wait. The Clippers are not in the rearview mirror. They're a half game out with a game in hand, and if they win that other game, they actually own the tiebreaker. So they're not in the rearview mirror. Well, they're behind them right now. They're a half a game behind them. So looking out the front window, you're in the nine spot. I don't, I'm not going to count on San Antonio to collapse. San Antonio, San Antonio, but so don't, don't look at them, but you got New Orleans three games ahead, Minnesota two games ahead, Utah game and a half ahead. You only need to pass one of them. You only need one of them to not be hot. You know, you just mentioned a team that I think is the one, if I were to name a team right now that I think the Nuggets, if they do, if they pick up their end of the bargain, it's Minnesota because they play Minnesota twice down the stretch. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. And they're two games behind him. So, you know, let's, let's, again, let's focus out that front window, see who we're chasing. Those three teams, Utah, Minnesota, New Orleans. And we're not talking about San Antonio with multiple championship banners. You need to catch one of those three teams. I think we're all being too negative. But I live in reality too. And I see what the Nuggets have in front of them. The toughest, the number one, number one now, a big number one, strength the schedule left. It's the toughest schedule left in the NBA. Number one, no team has a seven-game road trip to end the month of March. None. I get it. But is is there any team in the NBA that plays to the level of their competition more than the Nuggets? You're right. They've won at San Antonio, or sorry, at Golden State and at Cleveland this year. I mean, very few teams have done that. They've also lost on their home floor to Atlanta and Phoenix. Find me another team that's done that. I mean, they play to the level of their competition on a nightly basis. So we can either be driven crazy by it, or we can sit there and say, well, I hope that continues for the next 10 games. Mm-hmm. Damn it. I just can't help but think of it. And I'm a dweller, as you guys well know. You beat Memphis like you should. 
you finish off Miami like you should, right now the Nuggets would be the eight seed. They're right both. Now. They're both getting in. You heard it right here, March twenty second. They're both getting in. Mm, I lean towards just the Abs are getting in. I'm at thirty percent on the Nuggets. Got a little excited earlier, but. I don't think it's as far-fetched as maybe some people think that they could both get in, but I do think the Avs are are fairly safe, and that could be words I regret. But Vic, I I just I feel like the Avs are going to make the playoffs. I do. Isn't it funny though? And this goes back to I hearken back to our argument we just had a few uh, thirty minutes ago. Isn't it interesting as sports fans how our expectations change from team to team and season to season? Here we are. <laughs> We're hoping upon hope, begging and pleading that two teams just make the playoffs. Just make the playoffs, where another team may make the playoffs and we're like harumphing that it's not enough. Expectations are different. Well, the Avs only had 48 points last year. I mean, I, I don't think I, we expected on March 22nd making, to be breaking down Avs-Kings with as big a game as it is tonight at Pepsi Center. I don't, I'm making an observation. I don't think there's a team in town right now that if they make the playoffs, we're humrumphing it, whatever that is. Yeah, means. yeah, there is. If the, if the Rockies don't win a playoff series and compete, we'll be harumphing. Mm. Yes, we will. I was harumphing last year, and you guys well, I'm just I saying, off my rocker. Can we rocker. stop saying the that's, word harumphing? That's the beauty of sports, though. And that's why I, I always take each season in its own. It, expectations always change. And the expectations if you're the sports fan who thinks every year that your team has to win a championship or, or it's 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 a bad season, I think you're fooling yourself. I think you're I, I don't know what where you're living because that's not I don't know come where, to grips with the reality. I don't here. know where you where you're getting these takes from me. Like where are these things from? When have I ever said that? Where have I ever written that? How where do you have know I, ever I was applying that? that to you? I just said that in general. Oh well, I didn't know you were doing the royal you. I was busy looking up the definition <laughs> of harumphing. <laughs> How do you know that? I'm just saying there are those fans who believe that if they do not win it all that respective year, it's utter disaster. And I know this sounds a bit fieldy of me, yeah. but I understand the business of the sport, too. That's just not – it's not going to happen. Harumph, grumpily expressed dissatisfaction or disapproval. That was the exact proper use of that word. Yeah, you there. guys have been harumphing for an hour. That was That was very well done. Tip of the cap on the harumph, Vic. 8725, Nuggets losing to the Clippers on the night Millsap returned was the tipping point of the season. If I were to point to one game, I would agree with you. A 19-point lead in that game. 19 points. The game was over. That was an 830 start. I remember saying to myself, okay, I'm going to get to bed early because I'm going to have to wake up and argue with Manchester and HW, so I better get some rest. And then all of a sudden, the Clippers get back in and win that damn game. I'm watching those Clippers last night. And they got Austin Rivers late in the third, late in the fourth, making threes, key threes to beat the Bucks. They won't go away. Well, and what, what what's maddening about that game, maybe more so than any other game, Doc Rivers cleared his bench. He waved the white flag. Yes. And, and it was their backups that won the game. Bullman. That, that's what just makes the that The Bullman game. Like, that thing was in the win column. It was done. Eight nine six six. I I got this question a lot last night, and I continue to get it today. Why did Kenneth Fareed not play last night? They emptied the bench. He's the only one who didn't play. There's a, that's a complex situation. Clearly, he's not in their plans. Okay, that we can establish that, right? Am I surprising anyone by saying that? No. no. Now, late in the game, I'm sure the conversation, even before the game, hey, if this gets out of control, Kenneth, do you want to play? I think it's up to the player at that point. Maybe he doesn't. Maybe he feels the need. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna give up my. I'm not gonna risk injury if I'm gonna go play elsewhere next year. No, I'm done. Maybe it's his decision. Maybe it's a a 
dual decision. Maybe they both decide it's in the best interest of the team not to play. But any Nuggets fan who believes that Kenneth Fareed still has a future here, I mean, I think that's done. That's gone. No, I would agree. Certain guys, though, you know, it, it, it is a little bit of an insult to put them in the garbage time and you get two or three minutes or five minutes at the end of the game and hurt your averages. It, you know, look, I saw Kenneth Reed go out of his way to make sure he got a final rebound to get a double-double. So mm-hmm. uh, I, I don't think he's a guy who necessarily wants to get four minutes and get his averages hurt. Just yeah. a, Just an assumption. Uh, when I said, you know, a fan who decides that if you don't win a championship every season, it's utter failure, I think you're living, uh, I don't know what, where you're living. Here's a texture saying, well, all Pats fans are thinking that way. Yeah, there are windows, of course. There's that 10 year window where, I remember when the Avs were in that, the Avs were in that window, right? Where every year they competed to win a Stanley Cup. And if they didn't win it, you felt like you left something on the table. There are always windows for that opportunity. But those windows end. Every great window comes to an end. That's reality. Expectations should always be tempered. What are your personal expectations? The beauty of sports, I think we all have different ones. When we come back, our morning sugar fix with Marty O on Altitude 950. Here's what's in play on Altitude 950. Hey, it's Mark Mosier. Join me Friday at Larry H. Miller Nissan 104th. I'll be broadcasting live from 1 to 3, and the deals are absolutely unbelievable. I'll have your chance to win some concert tickets, plus some abs and nugget swag, and check out the great deals in Larry H. Miller's red tag sale. That's Friday from 1 to 3 at Larry H. Miller Nissan 104th. Get more info now at Altitude950.com. When the time comes for you to buy your new truck, how are you going to decide? The lowest monthly payment you see on TV (laughs) with the tiny print telling you why you won't get that deal. Or maybe the radio commercial promising the absolute lowest price, followed by lots and lots of very fast-talking disclaimers that are never good news. (laughs) You do have a better choice. My Car Guys at Johnson Auto Plaza. Hi, I'm Alan Roach, and I've been sending friends, family, and listeners to Johnson's for almost 20 years now. And for great reason, it's because of the Johnson family and the Johnson way of doing business. The promise of a respectful, honest experience. And yes, absolutely a great deal, just without the nonsense or the silly games. Ram Truck Month has been extended at Johnson's, meaning another month of terrific incentives on over a 1,000 vehicles, 600 trucks, 350 new Rams, 250 new Jeeps, each one ready to test drive and take home with special savings. Experience car buying the way it's supposed to be. At Johnson Auto Plaza, you're going to love these guys. North of E470 on Highway 85, johnsonautoplaza.com. Hey, it's Josh Dover here, and I'm going to tell you how to get a career in under a year. Not just any old job, I mean real opportunity to train for a relevant, in-demand career right now. Now more than ever, careers in media platforms are booming, like social media, YouTube, on-air talent, video and audio editing, production, camera, and control room operations. Maybe you're like me and love sports. Do something more than just watch games. Make it a career in areas like play-by-play, sports commentating, sports live broadcast, even host your own show. That's what the Colorado Media School has done for more than 30 years, dedicating themselves to placing more people in rewarding media careers. That's what they did for me. Now is the time. Call them up, tell them Josh Dover sent you, and get an orientation just for calling. Don't wait. Call now and make that appointment. And get that career in under a year. Train in just months without decades of debt. Flexible hours and financial aid for those who qualify. Call the Colorado Media School right now. 303-937-7070. That's 303-937-7070. 
What will you do with your $5,000 bonus? First Transit is hiring full-time drivers. Apply today and get a $5,000 hiring bonus. Starting pay is $15.38 an hour. $15.38 an hour paid training and a $5,000 hiring bonus for drivers. Benefits after 30 days. No experience required. Apply in person at the Colorado Boulevard location in Commerce City. What will you do with your $5,000 hiring bonus? Go to work for First Transit. Apply today in person at the Colorado Boulevard location in Commerce City. Tune in tonight on Altitude as your Colorado Avalanche look for a win at home against the Los Angeles Kings. Watch tonight with pregame at 6 p.m. and puck drop at 7 o'clock. And check us out on the web at AltitudeSports.com for channel numbers in your area. And don't forget to like Altitude on Facebook for game previews and exclusive interviews with your favorite Avalanche players and coaches. Altitude Sports, your TV home Colorado Avalanche. Altitude 950 traffic update. Traffic is stopping on 285 eastbound between Sheridan and your approach to Broadway because of an accident they're clearing. Traffic is brought to you by Unbound.org. We're seeing slowing behind a crash westbound Hamden approaching Parker Road. Eastbound I-70 running slow Sheridan through to Monaco. There's a stall clearing off the left lane eastbound I-70 at Dahlia. A girl in Kenya dreams of becoming a doctor. An elder in Guatemala dreams of being part of a community. Reach out and change their world and it will change your own. Unbound.org. I'm Chris McLaughlin with traffic on Altitude 950. Altitude 950, Denver's all-sports station. Now, back to Vic Lombardi. Welcome back, Vic Lombardi Show. Fellas, a uh, quick question. What is the toughest thing to do in sports? Uh, Hit a fastball. Hit a 100-mile-an-hour fastball that's moving. Uh, yeah, hit a ball in general, right? Yesterday... Uh, I went to the batting cages, slammers with uh, Kyle Keefe and uh, Lauren Gardner for a future episode of uh, Let's Talk Sports, which, by the way, uh, weekly premiere tonight. So my back is bad enough as it is. I'm trying to hit freaking baseballs like an idiot. And um, Jeff, who was pitching to us, throws me like three straight fastballs, and I finally find my timing. I'm like, okay, I got this. And then just paralyzes me with a curve and I'm sitting there going, okay, this guy's throwing maybe 40 miles an hour, and I can't handle this. Can you imagine in the middle of a game, 95, and you don't know what's I, – I am always in awe at the baseball player's ability to handle stuff like that. I'm yeah. in awe of it. Yeah, with 40,000 people watching you. Yes, in a clutch situation, just to be able to see it come out of the hand and get – and I've, I'm convinced now it's just a guessing game. It has to be. It has, you have to be able to guess what's coming. Yeah, I don't know that you can make the decision and determination no that way. quick. No, I think you're. I think you're guessing. I think it's scouting reports. I think it's. Uh, it's an educated guess, but it's still a guess. Holy moly, is my back killing me? What's when's the last time on? you've been to the batting cages? By the way. Oh, years. I mean, I've been there with my kids. I just wasn't yeah. in taking hacks. The craziest thing at the batting cages is when you go in the 85 mile an hour cage, you can't even see the ball. It feels like 170. Can't even see the ball. And to Nolan Arenado or Charlie Blackman, that'd be like a slow changeup. And you know what the difference is too? When it's coming at you at 70 or 75, you know it's going to be down the middle. Imagine 70 or 100, 101, not knowing where it's going to end up. Yeah, the fastest pitches at the batting cage, which you can't even get the bat around on, would be Jamie Moyer in the major leagues. It's just, it's laughable. Hitting a baseball is the toughest thing to do in sports, and it's not even close. I would agree. And with that, we bring in Marty O, the toughest man in sports. 
It's time for your morning sugar fix. Instant sugar high. Sugar high. Sugar head high. Sugar high. Brought to you by Lamar's Donuts. Going beyond the news to bring you the sweet stories. Woo-hoo-hoo. Sugar slam. Shake that. That's why I graduated to softball. I can really nail those 20-mile-an-hour lob balls. Marty, not, not to get ahead of ourselves, but I'm imagining you're going to have quite the material for the uh, fact checker. Oh, yes. I have several counts going yeah. back here. Okay, good. Right. It's between three things for uh, most used phrase of the day. All right. Uh, so how do you guys react? Because uh, I had a buddy of mine. We, we played the company's softball game, and he played high school baseball. Really good baseball player. He struck out twice in one game, in a softball game. And I let him have it for maybe months. I still let him have it to this day. I said, how on earth can you strike out in a softball game? Yeah, that's unacceptable. I am fine with really good, you know, college player or whatever who's not, like, going out there and treating it like it's game seven of the World Series. But you can't strike out. You know, just be the guy that takes kind of a three-quarter swing, slaps it over the shortstop, gets his single. That's fine. Strike out twice. That's embarrassing. Swinging? Swinging. Eef. That's embarrassing. Oh, if you strike out looking, then don't even show. I mean, looking really softball. Come on. I mean, which one's worse? Did you guys see the Kyle Keefe text we just got as the toughest position in sports? Water polo goalie. Really? <laughs> That's where we're going. Well, I can't swim, so that would it would be tough, be tough. But come on, let's. It's let's... very dramatic, Kyle. Too. The game is over, and you're at the bottom of the pool. Yeah. Okay. Anyhow, sorry, Marty. We've been stealing your thunder. No, that's fine. Uh, Marcus Camby turning 44 today. Did you guys know he he did not make one All Star game in his career? Did you know he was not on the 2009 Western Conference? Uh... <laughs> I did not know that. <laughs> yeah, wins Defensive wow. Player of the Year in 07, four times block leader. You guys no All Star game. Just <laughs> low blow after low blow to each other today. Well. He saw the plans. <laughs> uh, go ahead, Mark. All right, former Nuggets coach Brian Shaw turning 52 today. He is a uh, an assistant with the Lakers right now. Is he still reading those books about millennials? Confiscating cell phones. <laughs> Did you guys see the YouTube video of him rapping in the locker room? No. You know, yeah, he was rapping to the team back in the day when he was coaching the squad. They say so much, you got to identify with your players, right? You got to get become one with the players. Well. He was sort of one with the players. Look what that got him. And this is like two days after Andre Miller's birthday, right? You would have thought they'd been like the same yeah. sign, would have had more in common. That brings up a different question. What do you need? What do you want out of your coach? I mean, what? how do you want to be coached? Do you want a stern disciplinarian who tells you what to do and you're afraid of him? Or do you want a guy that you can hang out with, right? How do you parent? you want to hang out with your parents or do you want to be told... I've always been of the opinion that a coach has to be stern. Mm-hmm. A coach has to be authoritative. A coach has to tell you to shut up and you shut up. Your buddies should be your age and, yep. you know, doing similar things. Yep. Can you imagine if you guys took my cell phone every morning from 7 to 10? Yeah, maybe. I maybe. Think, I don't think that'd go well. All right, you guys mentioned Pawn Stars earlier. The main dude, Rick, turning 53 today. Were you guys a fan of that show? Yeah, I saw it a couple times. Rick, the bald guy? Yeah, the bald dude. Who'd always lowball everybody? I kind of got fed up with like, oh, hey, Rick, he's got a buddy who has, you know, he's a fan yeah. of Civil War. I mean, it was a show. It was a You're TV right. show. Oh, yeah, you... but I mean, don't make that crap up. It just say it. You know, we, you don't have. He's not a personal friend of yours. You don't have a guy working for the postal department that has. Right. Come on. I have a friend who's an expert on 17th century stamps. No, Paul no, Stars is great TV. I'm a big Chumley guy. Doesn't yeah. do a lot of work, gets a lot of credit. Who's, I didn't the, like that. who's the dad, like the old guy? What's his name? The grumpy guy that just sits yeah. in the back. The old curmudgeon. Wasn't his name yeah. was the old man, didn't they call him? Yeah. Like, I think he's the old uh, man. Wears guy. like a black suit every day to work. Because Corey's my, the other son. He was my favorite character. <laughs>
Dude, there's Shocker. a lot. Of- <laughs> hey, hey, man, there is a lot of money in those pawn shops. I mean, they make money twofold. They make money on interest and they make money on the items. There is some cash money in the pawn business. Well, it was genius marketing on their part. They have a pawn shop in Las Vegas and they turn it into a TV show. Yeah. Those guys are rich. All right, this day in 1894, the first championship series for Lord's, Lord Stanley's Cup is played in Montreal. You guys ever encountered the Stanley Cup in person? Yes. Uh, not it? only have I encountered yes. it in person, I almost um, got punched by the guy who handles the Stanley Cup. He brought it over to CBS4 about 10 years ago when the Avs were um, were up at him, and, and I wanted to like touch it. I, I made the mistake of, of like leaning toward the cup, and he just about tackled me. Yeah, I mean, it they, was. They don't take that uh, no, lightly. No, and it's the same guy. He's got like a mullet. It's that same dude. He wears the white gloves everywhere he goes. Had my picture taken with it, but that was as far as it got. Was on the cup or was on the ice for the Milan Hayduke retirement ceremony just a few months ago, and Peter Forsberg brought out the Stanley Cup. That was pretty cool. You know, I'm all for the cup and what it means and represents, but some of those hockey folks get a little out of hand with that. All right, calm down. Right, yeah, calm, calm down. It's funny because the difference between that and other trophies. When I was working for the yeah. Broncos, I was in an event and they had the two Super Bowl trophies, and I like took them back to Dove Valley in my trunk. Like, yeah, it, was calm, just, I mean, it was just me. <laughs> yeah, it's just a just a, a a trophy, man. It's a piece of metal. Calm down. Well, it's like when you're in the locker room too. You can't step on the logo. Like if you step on the logo, that's like bad news. Remember when Bieber danced all over the Blackhawks logo a couple years ago? And they were pissed. Who was that player for the Avs who got let go mid-season? That Xenon uh, is that his name? Uh, some Avs fans will remember it for me. That dude would bark at people if they got anywhere near that logo. Greg Xenon is that his name? Zebon. No idea. Uh, You've got four pretty big Avs fans in here looking at each other. Well, I'm ashamed at you that you don't remember the guy's Z-bon? last name with the Z. Z something. Dijon, Warren, Dijon, Greg, DeVries? Warren Zevon. Somebody will come up with it. Moving on, uh, 1934, the first ever Masters was played. Masters should be lit this year. Tiger at uh, nine to one odds. Mm-hmm. Unless you were in Vegas a month ago and got him at twenty five to one, but that's a different story. Mm-hmm. You guys the ever Masters been down to uh, to Georgia for that? It's tremendous. I was at the Masters three years ago, and getting a ticket three years ago when my, when Tiger was not playing was almost impossible. I couldn't even fathom How about trying to gain entrance this year. Greg Zanon. That's his name. Yeah. That's the one. From Burnaby, I I British Columbia. He was on the roster in 2012-2013. Exactly. I was close. Defenseman. That's right. Dude, that guy was mean, man. He played a few handful of games, scored six, had six points total. 44 yeah. games. Okay. So the at the guy Masters, with six points in 44 games was the one barking at everyone. Yes, that's yeah. what I was saying. About dude, the logo. I, I felt like saying, I felt like saying, dude, you've scored six more points than I have. Okay, mm-hmm. you're Greg Zenon. And they were all assists, no goals. Yeah. All right. This day in 2013, CSU wins a tourney game as an eight seed. Do you guys remember who they beat? Missouri. What that year? That's right, Missouri, 2013. Oh, they beat my alma mater. They lost in the next round to Louisville that year, and that year Louisville won. But they vacated everything, so does that loss count, or how does that work? Ooh. Well, if you're a fan of a respective school, if you're an alum, do you really care that much about the vacating of games and championships? I wouldn't. No. You still, still won. Yeah, you're I still there. I Who, cares? Care. Who cares what the NCAA decides, yeah, right? So, so does that mean the Rams actually made the Sweet 16? That's correct. I think so. Hmm. 
It's like a way to kind of back I mean, they can't in, vacate your it. experience, right? They they can't vacate how much fun it was on the way there, what you did that night. And th- that can't be vacated. Do I get a refund if I went to a vacated game because it yeah. never happened? Sounds like a good argument to me you can make. Yeah. I want my money back. All right. Uh, also on this day in 2013, same tournament. You guys remember Dunk City, the 15-seated uh, Florida Gulf yeah. Coast beating yes. Georgetown? And the infield is now weekend. with USC. That's right. Yep. What? 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 Is that it? I mean, that's not it. It's that's just the one. Memory? That's that's the memory. Yeah, 15 seed beating a two. That's pretty big news. Well, it's say? been we've seen better than that. We've we've seen a 16 over one since then. Kind of Chris Farley-esque. You guys remember when that yeah, happened? It's... Awesome. You guys remember when you were with the Beatles? The good sugar face. Remember Drunk Dunk City? That was awesome. You guys remember that George Mason team? Remember those Dave concerts I went to? 2009 was insane. Are you getting ready to go on like a two-week vacation or something? Or what's going on here? Yeah, I got a two-week vacation coming up here. Outstanding. <laughs> All right. And, and that's it for me, fellas. What got did you, I can't. I don't even want to ask. But what did you leave on the cutting room floor, Marty? Uh, this one I just found right before we went on. But uh, 1994, the NFL adapted the two-point conversion. The owners okayed that. Yeah. Okay. All right. Does that, that sound right? It, I, I, yeah. Just I can't believe it was that long ago. But you know, that's funny that so many people now have helped me remember who that guy is. Greg Zanon, Zenon, whatever. I don't dislike many athletes, coaches that come through town. I pretty much get along with everybody. And that's one of the few guys that I didn't like his face. We need to get Greg Zanon on. What's I, he doing? I, I just have to I have to come to terms with that. I was like, dude, why are you so angry? I mean, we're just in the media. We're in the locker room. We're running around. And he would physically get up and almost tackle people for coming anywhere near the A. And I feel like saying that all hockey people, calm down with your big A. Calm down. Okay? Spent three seasons with the wild. Do you want me to walk in barefoot? Do you want me to put my, my shoes at the door? Is that how we should treat this? With Calm the, the hell down. Win games. Nebraska, Omaha. You got the Vic Lombardi Show. Top of the hour. Jeff Legwell coming up. This has been your morning sugar fix. Brought to you by Lamar's Donuts. Going beyond the news to bring you the sweet stories. Altitude 950, Denver's All Sports Station. Coming up tonight, the Avalanche are back at Pepsi Center taking on the Kings. The puck drops at 7 o'clock with a pregame show getting in the way at 6.35. Mark Mosier, the radio voice of the Avalanche, will be on the call. The KSE, Parker, Denver, home of the Nuggets. Crowd comes to its feet at Pepsi Center. Home of the Avalanche. Tyson Berry dials it in from just inside the blue line on a ball. The push for the playoffs. Denver's All Sports Station. Altitude 950. Now, back to Vic Lombardi. Uh, point eight. Really? What? Ooh, I like this guy. <laughs> Seriously? Are you, Seriously? Are you a cheater? Yeah, I, I was, I was gonna, I was gonna lie and say oh. something else, but, uh, okay. yeah, I figured yeah. I'd start this relationship out. Nice. good, I like Honestly. it. Case Keenum is a sub one handicap in the sport of golf. He's good in my book, no matter what. Welcome back to the Vic Lombardi Show. We are joined on the hotline by our resident Broncos insider, ESPN.com's Jeff Legwall. Jeffrey, where are you? <laughs> I'm in Charlotte. Heading Why? On, heading on back. Why are you I in Charlotte? On the, I did some draft shows on the SEC network. Oh, wow. They're using them uh, yeah. on all platforms over there, ESPN, yeah. S- <laughs> Why the SEC? You don't come across as a Southern Bell. 
Uh, whatever it takes, Vic. Whatever it takes. Okay. I can dress in. I can dress in chiffon with hair ribbon. Hey, well, let's start there. I just saw yesterday that the uh, Carolina Panthers, as long as you're in Charlotte, are um, the bidding is up to two point five billion dollars. And P. Diddy is among the the guys. Is he a legit bidder here, or is this just off the show? <laughs> Nick, if you've got the money, you're a legit bidder. Yes, you That's are. All they care of it. Yeah, but if they, you know, if they vet you and they decide you've got the cash, you you can get in the club. But this shows you what it takes to get in the club. So you need you need billion with a B. Okay, so yesterday, John Bolin, brother of Pat, has decided to sell back his stake in the team to the team. Uh, our question that we posed this morning, where are they getting the money to pay John Bolin for his stake in the team? I'm sure they've got, you know, the ability to do that, you know, whether or not they're paying it over time and installments or, you know, whatever deal's been worked out, this is, mm-hmm. this is, keeps it, you know, close to the Bolin family, you know, cause he was, he made no secret. He was ready to sell to interested parties. So, uh, I think this allows them to consolidate and, and keeps the their ability to, to have the trust in place that's in yeah. place now, you know, moving forward uh, a little longer. And I totally understand why they did that. They didn't want to make this even more complex than it is, have other people involved in in, in the decision-making or whatever, but that, that, that's fine. The Broncos, and I raised this question then, they uh, transform Von Miller's salary into a signing bonus and pay him a ton of money just – Here's a here's a check. Here you go. What are they going to use that salary cap space for? What? Why would they make that move? Well, I mean, they're close enough to have to worry about it, and and I think you know they're going to have a you know a ten player draft class if they don't trade any picks, and uh, they'd like to do some some more business and free agency. So I think they were close enough after the you know Keenum deal to have to to have to worry about it. So you mean to tell me at $22 million is what they're expected? That was about 22 what their salary cap is right now? That's that's close in NFL parlance? Well, roughly, because, you know, you got to pay for your draft class. you got to have room uh, once you get to training camp and all that for injured reserve. You know, like say say Von Miller suffered a season-ending injury and, and went to IR, his his cap figure would eat up all of that space mm. just for one injury. So, you you know, they've got to leave enough room to do business. And I, and I think that's where they're and, – and Elway's always said he doesn't like to be right up against it. So, And if you want to make a trade on draft day, you have to be able to accept the contract. So, uh, you know, you got to have all that room if you if you want to do something. You, know, you don't know that you will, but you've got to be ready just in case – Broncos signed Clinton McDonald, free agent, 297-pounder, played uh, defensive tackle, obviously, for the Tampa Bay Bucks. Uh, should we read more into that? Does that mean that they may have another move ready to go uh, with one of the guys that are currently under contract? Uh, is, is Derek Wolf safe? Well, I, you know, it's, 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 as injured as he's been and coming off surgery, I think they're concerned long-term, you know, about Derek because he's, he's – Struggled with this issue with, with his neck for, you know, a couple of seasons now. So, uh, I, I think they're trying to, you know, hedge their, hedge their bets a little bit. And McDonald's is a safe player. I mean, he's a productive guy on the field, uh, you know, active in the community off the field. So, I mean, this is, that's a pretty safe bet. 
for them to bring him in because they know right away he's he's going to be in the rotation and they don't have to worry about him. So uh, I, I do think this is a little bit of insurance and they can see how Derek recovers moving forward because, you know, that's one of their biggest uh, cap figures on the team. Hey, are the Broncos in your mind, are they done with free agency? I mean, I, there's not much noise coming out of there. I, what else do they have planned? You know, I, I think they'd like to sign an offensive lineman, you know, frankly, uh, somebody who could play right tackle if needed. So there are a couple of those guys out there, but they're a little older. So those guys tend to take visits and look around. And, you know, once that early uh, rush passes, guys get pickier. They, they start to want to pick their spots because they know the money's going to be about the same. So uh, it's a little slower now, but you can still – you know, sign guys in the next two or three weeks, and then right up against the draft, there'll be some more movement as as teams try to position themselves. Uh, as the draft approaches, you're going to hear about different guys and why they would fit perfectly here. And the more we uh, get these uh, these pseudo drafts come around, at four quarterbacks a possibility, the first four picks that would leave the Broncos with a pretty big name at number five. Of the non-quarterbacks, Jeff, and I know you have your top 100 and you put up your draft boards for all to see, of the non-quarterbacks, who's the best player in this draft? Uh, I think there are three right now, Vic. I think, okay. you, you know, you got to look at Barkley, you got to look at Chubb, and you got to look at your, your fighting Irish, uh, Quentin Nelson. I think those are the three best players in the draft if you were just stacking them okay. and you didn't care what position they played. Different values for different positions, clearly. Um, if you take just pure value, uh, is Chubb the most valuable because of what he does when getting to the quarterback? Uh, I would say so. I think, you know, edge rusher is a foundation position in the league. So, and he is the best edge rusher in this draft. So, and he, he plays immediately and, uh, he, I think he is good enough to potentially raise their defense to the level where it, it was when they were at their best in the last few years. So uh, that's a walk-in starter, as is, you know, any of those three guys are walk-in starters. But, uh, you know, Nelson may play the longest. I mean, that guy mm-hmm. is so good. And if he didn't play guard, he'd be the unquestioned number one pick of the draft. I mean, he's, wow. he's phenomenal. How the hell did the Irish not win more games with those two bases? <laughs> I mean, they got Just two freaking linemen. Him. Yeah, I mean, it's ridiculous right. the more I think about it. Hey, um, okay, so let's just, I, I want to talk about Chubb a little bit. Is he Von Miller-esque? Are we, are we in the same category as Von Miller here in terms of just approaching the draft? I remember everybody talked about Von Miller and he has proven to be just as good as advertised. Is that the same case for this Chubb character here? Different kind of guy. Like, I mean, he's not quite as, you know, sort of bendy, flexible type player, but a phenomenal technician and, and just, again, he, uh, getting to the quarterback translates uh, from college to the pros. It's one of the things that is almost universal. If you if you've done it in college, that's something that you show right away in the NFL, and uh, that's why those players are so valuable because you know they're going to play right away and have impact. Hmm. All right, let's say that the Broncos knew that. All right, uh, we, we need an offensive lineman. Clearly, uh, a position of interest. But they didn't want to spend number five on a guard. How far back could they go? What kind of trade would be made where they could still afford to draft Nelson? No, I don't think you'll be around long. I think everybody's going to suspend their uh, – he's good enough where you, you put that old adage on the shelf, I think. I, I think he'll go earlier than, uh, you know, we've 
we've been used to for a player at that position. Uh, you're not going to wait long on that guy because, again, you know, that if he stays healthy, that's a 10-, 12-year player, no question. I mean, he's he is just phenomenal, and it's, I'm not sure I've graded a guy this high at his position in, in 20 years. I mean, he's he's just great. If the Broncos do decide to go Chubb, what would they do with Shane Ray and Shaq Barrett? I mean, they, they seem to have enough people there. What, you can't have all those players rushing the quarterback at the same time. Well, you know, Chubb could play end, so they could all be on the field. I mean, huh. uh, you know, you just put, put Chubb down in a, in a three point. He's big enough to do it and, and let him rock. And, you know, and I think, uh, it gives them the versatility with, you know, that, that, package they use with when they try to get all the rushers especially wade phillips used to get all the rushers on the field all at once hey you working with peter burns there at the acc network i did i did the shows yesterday so i'm i'm, I'm waiting at the airport to see if we can uh get out here with all the planes messed up from the storm oh, that's right is it snowing there as well i know the northeast oh, no, is that's, just... that's beautiful here but the planes are coming from elsewhere <laughs> Well, just start walking, Leggy. Come on, man. Just get That's get right. on the road, I'll, brother. I'll rent a car and just and just do it. Jeff Legwald, live from Charlotte, North Carolina, the star of the SEC Network. Thanks, buddy. Appreciate the info. See you, man. Take care. Uh, boy, man, ESPN has so many different branches to their group. When he's not on SportsCenter, they give them to the SEC network. And did you see what they're doing this year? I think it's brilliant. A brilliant move by ESPN. On draft day, not only they're going to have their pro guys talk about the draft, but college game day is also going to entertain the draft. I mean, why not? These guys, you know, full board during the college football season talk college football. Why not have those guys discuss what these college guys making the move to, to pro football is all about? I, I, I'd love to hear from those same dudes. They're going all in on the draft. I'm hopeful that uh, the Broncos land the draft someday. That would be a fun event to cover. you got the Vic Lombardi Show. Coming up a little bit later, our resident psychologist, Travis Heath. I feel I need to talk to him today. First couple hours have been rough. I need a good talking to. We're back after this. Altitude 950, Denver's all-sports station. Here's what you missed on the latest Mark Mosier Show. The Avs think on the LA Kings. Avs fighting for a wild card. Everybody's red hot uh, on this Avalanche team right now. They got Ranton in with a, uh, a seven-game point streak. Barry's got an 11-game point streak. McKinnon's up to a 13-game point streak. I mean, there's a lot of guys doing a lot of good things. And that's one of those ones where you take the kid, right? You say, hey, little Jimmy, little Susie, daddy mm-hmm. gonna take you to a hockey game. Yeah. And you get the two tickets to two beers for six. 60 bucks, you go, here's your water, daddy gets two beers. Riggity, riggity, son! Daddy, why are we Ubering? Why are we leaving our car here? I'm just kidding. Mark Mosier, every weekday afternoon, 1 to 3, only on Altitude 950. March is here. Time to start planning those summer projects. And for those, you'll need a truck. Right now, it's the Medved Massive Markdown Sale. And with low interest rates plus rebates and incentives on just about everything in stock, you'll save thousands. Come on, you've been thinking about a truck? Ford, Chevy, Ram, GMC, America's best-selling truck brand. And there's only one place where you can find them together, and that's at the Medved Big Gun Truck Center in Castle Rock. Four brands, 40 acres, $40 million worth of trucks, all at one location where you can compare them side by side with one sales consultant who can show you everything. And Medved is your hometown truck dealer. For more than 75 years, the company known as Medved has been locally owned, locally operated, locally involved. 
Ford, Chevy, Ram, GMC. Drive them. Compare them. Buy them. The Medved Big Gun Truck Center, just minutes south of Lincoln on the I-25 corridor to part the 181 ramp Castle Rock. Shop online at medvedcastlerock.com. Everybody said go to Medved. Kevin Flesh here from Flesh Law. You've been in a car accident? You're told by friends to get an attorney. However, the insurance company is willing to settle now. You wonder, will I end up losing money by getting an attorney? Insurance companies want this situation. No attorney, and more importantly, a quick settlement in their best interest. That's where Flesh Law can help. We take away all your doubt and get you the money you deserve. Call me, Kevin Flesh, today at 303-806-8886, 303-806-8886, or fleshlawfirm.com. Student loans, car loans, high interest credit cards, debt adds up for all of us, but there are ways around it. Hey guys, it's Mark Mosher from my friends at American Financing, and I'm here to remind you that refinancing your home loan is an easy way to save a lot of money. Think of it this way, a lower interest rate means lower monthly bill payments, and mortgage interest rates are far more competitive than a student loan or credit card rate. I'm talking rates in the low single digits versus rates in the high double digits. Why wouldn't you consolidate the high interest debt by refinancing your mortgage. You'll speak with a salary-based mortgage consultant who will customize a loan for your needs. They're already saving customers up to $1,000 a month. Plus, there are no upfront fees. You could close on your new loan in as fast as 10 days and may be able to postpone up to 60 days of mortgage payments. So call American Financing today. 303-695-7000. 303-695-7000 or AmericanFinancing.net. The official mortgage company of Altitude 950. And MLS 182334 regulated by the Division of Real Estate. Nick Backridge here from Sus Buick GMC. We know you can buy a car or truck anywhere. We all pay the same price for new vehicles. But at Sus Buick GMC, the difference is the people. No loud screaming out low payments with misleading and confusing disclaimers and fees. At Sus, we don't have any fees, just the price plus tax, that's it. Those are the numbers. Sus Buick GMC selling new Buicks and GMCs and the best pre-owned selection around. Real people, real prices, go figure. Sus Buick GMC on Havana, Mississippi. Visit us at sus.net. Altitude 950, Denver's all-sports station. Now, back to Vic Lombardi. A lot of the fans recognize the history of the team, and especially under Mr. Bolin and his terrific ownership and, and the success that we have. But their expectations, they haven't changed, and they shouldn't. Our fans should always expect greatness out of this organization. And, and if we don't deliver it, then we better figure out each and every year how to. Jesse, you just trying to get me and James to fight again? Is that what this is? Is this a ploy? It's you weren't happy with that hour. first hour? I'm not fighting anymore. I've I've waved the white flag. I'm joining the group. That was uh, Joe Ellis wish- from his end of season press conference, by the way. You're wishing Grandma Phyllis a 90th birthday is what you're doing. You're being respectful. Mm-hmm. Going to do this radio show in hushed tones. Special thanks to uh, Jeff Legwald, by the way. One thing I neglected to mention with Jeff and... I think it's smart by the Broncos to do this. I don't know why you wouldn't do this every year. Uh, we know that they've got a kicker and a holder and a snapper. Well, this year they've signed, they, they did yesterday, another kicker and another uh, hold, uh, snapper, I should say, to uh, use as training camp fodder. Why wouldn't you bring guys in to compete, at least keep the other guys sharp? You know what I'm saying? Why wouldn't you do that? Yeah, it just stands to reason having a little competition just makes the incumbent better so yeah that that give him something to do we agreed on something broncos related see if there's any, is there anything else we can agree on how about this and i have not given anybody my my yeah everybody what are, what are the broncos going to do at 5 what are you going i don't know but after listening to leggy there it, it's sort of clear now 
I've reached that point of clarity where you just take the sure thing. You, you, don't be greedy. Don't take a, don't reach. You, you cannot afford to reach. Take the sure thing. Have you seen the, the drawings sh- on this or what? Who's well, the sure thing? If the sure thing is a guard and people say, well, you can't take a guard that high. Why not? If he's going to play 12 years and start right away and be good right away, take the guard. They don't need a guard. They've got Ron Leary and Connor McGovern. They have so many bigger needs than guard at five. See, especially. but you're, ta- you're looking at this in terms of needs, and that's what gets you in trouble in the draft. Take the best player. The sure thing. You think a guard at five is a worthwhile use of a top five pick that comes around once every five, six, seven, eight years? No. The argument I just made, the, you're using it right now. You're you're dismissive just because of the position he plays. But if I told you, all right, if I told you he'd be a a Pro Bowl guard for eight years, and eight years down the line you look back at, would you have taken him? You you can guarantee me that. Sure, of course. You'd take a Pro Bowl player at any position for eight years, but watching this team's offense the last three years, they're anemic. Saquon Barkley needs to be the pick at five if it's not Baker Mayfield. It has to be one of those two. Now now, now I know the difference between you and I. And here, again, Bronco fans, understand something. They're not winning the Super Bowl next year, okay? Write it down. Case Keenum made it to the Final Four last year. Guys, guys, stop it. They're not winning the Super Bowl next year. This is a rebuild. Rebuild the right way. Okay. So well, why sign right Case Keenum? Well, great question, HW, but we'll, we just dismissed that. Then why sign a bridge quarterback? Because, because but. to get to that next level, you need some, well, I'm not even going to say competence, but you need the ability to move the ball on offense. You need to take the next step, and he affords you that next step. Maybe they sign a Case Keenum because they know he's a great bridge for the next person. I don't know. Maybe they sign a, and everybody who thinks, oh, well, why just sign it for two years? Who's to say that if Case Keenum plays well next year or the year after, they don't extend his contract? You know they have the ability to do that. Uh, yeah, it's be, that, I've said that for a week now, that all they did was kick the can down the road for nine months on quarterback conversation. whoop the freaking do But let's chill out with these expectations, because that's what leads to arguing. That's what leads to you guys yelling. The Broncos are not winning the Super Bowl next year. And nobody has ever argued with you on that, ever, HW on this just, show. But the, the HW just said, well, if they go get Saquon Barkley, they're in position, and, you know, Case Keenum had in the final four, and... Come on, dude, they're not winning the Super I Bowl. I don't think they are okay. either. But so because you, I want him to take Saquon Barkley at five and have expectations. No, you know what? Just take a no, guard no, because, and go four and 12 because Vic wants him to take a guard. No, but Got you're it. thinking next year. You're thinking now. I'm you thinking Saquon think Barkley now. in 2020. I'm thinking Saquon Barkley on a rookie contract in 2021. That'd be pretty sexy. Here's been my beef, and I'll say it for the 100th time. I don't think they're going to the Super Bowl next year. I think they're going to stink again next year. I have issues with the way they're rebuilding. I think you would be better off to, in, a, in a quarterback-rich draft when you're sitting at number five to draft a guy and play him immediately who could be your quarterback for the next 12 years instead of giving Case Keenum $18 million to come in here and be mediocre. All he's going to do is make your 2019 draft pick worse. I don't like the way they're doing it. But in your mind, if they're not going to win the Super Bowl next year – then they're free from any criticism because what's the difference? They're not going to win the Super Bowl next year. I I, I disagree with your mindset. Uh, again, a rebuild properly done is finding the areas where you can, I mean, the take the best available player, put them in, and then, all right, what's next? 
What's the next area? Take the best available player, put him in. All right, what's next? If you could give me a guy who can fortify a position for many years to come, I'm good with that. I, I, I'm fine with I'm that. I'm fine with that, too. And I'm look, not willing to take a quarterback that I'm unsure of. Well, uh, so we're sure of the guard. I we're don't know, sure. but if you're yeah, more sure, Pro if you're more sure of one position than you are another, I'll take the assurance I don't over di- the non-assurance. I don't disagree with your theory. You know, it, it's the same thing that the Cowboys did when they drafted, I think they took Zach Martin instead of Johnny Menzel. And they caught a lot of heat for that. Do you remember they that? They did. They did. But they also didn't take him at five. So if you want to take a guard, it's fine. I would just say trade down to nine, still take your guard, and add another pick. That's a smart rebuild as opposed to taking a guy at five that you don't have to take at did five. You, did you just hear what Leggy said? I, I asked him. I said, what are the chances if they're sold on that guard and they trade down? He, he doesn't think that that guard will be available. If he's there, you take him. You just get him off the board. Get him off the board. Okay. I just I think that's I think that's bad use of your assets. A, a top five pick is an asset. So you either use it to draft a guy who doesn't come along very often, and those are usually quarterbacks, or you use them, use it to trade back and add more picks, which based on John Elway's drafting history mm-hmm. is a kind of a foolish game plan. Hey, it, but that's using the, the asset. When is the draft? It's April. It's the last Thursday like the in 26th. April. 26th. And uh, where is it this year? Dallas. Okay. Wow, that should be fun. Three days again. First day's the mm-hmm. first round. Second mm-hmm. day, second and third. And then the rest of the picks? Yeah, so the 26th is the first round. The 27th is the day that Elway might as well just go golfing because I can't find a second or third round pick he's had that's been worth a hoot. And then he can be back in the office on the 28th. I'm not going to get back into it with you. <laughs> You're going to let him win like that, Vic? According to you, I think they're going to win the Super Bowl next yeah. year, which is just... Foolish. I picked Jesse, him to be six and ten. Jesse, give me the Marlowe drop. I, w- I want, Jesse, give me the Marlowe drop four times. Ago. What is he doing? What is he doing? What is he doing? One more time. What is he doing? Thank you. That clears the air. Why, like, why, why do you two have to get so grumpy at each other every morning? I wasn't grumpy. I came in wishing my grandma a happy 90th birthday. Dude, if people in their car could feel the tension, what do you think I was feeling? How do you think Grandma feels this morning about your attack? I think she sits there and goes, that's my boy. Attack? <laughs> your venomous attack. Attack. I don't think I was the one calling names. Uh, Mike on the text line says, a winning franchise rebuilds from the inside out. The line, then the skill players. Vic is correct. Mike, you're correct on saying Vic is correct. Mm. Correct. From the on the line, from the inside out. Yes. Okay. I'm going to go back and look at the Eagles and the Patriots draft history of centers and guards. I'm sure they've spent big picks on centers and guards. You're such a fantasy football player right now. Wait, wait, wait. You're so fantasy. Or did Philadelphia use the second pick in the draft on a quarterback two years ago? A guy who was an MVP candidate. Nobody's saying a quarterback's not important. Nick Foles to coast through through the playoffs because he had every game at home. Okay, you're right, Nick. It was their center and their guard that carried them to the Super Bowl. Give me a break. Hey, let's, what is this? The cliche segment? Let's break out the sports cliches. Centers and guards built from the inside out. They took a freaking quarterback second, dude. Okay. See? You got me all fired up again. By the way, the guy's name is Mike. It's not no. Nick. Mike, Nick, whatever. Okay. Centers and guards. All right. Let me just, real quick, cause I know we got, um, Travis Heath coming up in the next segment. Give me your order, because let's say that four quarterbacks go. Four quarterbacks in a row, one through four. Okay? Just give me your order off the top of your head. 
draft order of the quarterbacks in this year's draft. You got him like huffing and puffing over here. He's annoyed. I just want to see if you've thought this through. I don't know, but the, just for the record, yeah, the Eagles center was the sixth round pick and their two guards were un, unrestricted free agents. So thank God they used the draft to build from the inside out. All right. You want the order of my quarterbacks? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, Josh Allen is number one. Mm. Uh, I would go Sam Darnold two. Mm. Uh, Josh Rosen three. Mm. Baker Mayfield four. That's my order. Okay, I'm so not saying it's right. Hold on. I'm saying hold on. That order is flipped from the correct order. Hold on. So Allen, Darnold, Darnold, Rosen, Mayfield. Okay. And do you believe that all four of these are can't miss prospects? No. Okay. Some of them are going to miss. All right. So do you believe that all four of these, in terms of valuation, will play longer and have better careers than, uh, I don't know, Bradley Chubb? Uh, not all four of them. One okay. or two of them is gonna, are going to be busts. Right, Bradley Chubb with, could Bradley Chubb could be a bust too. Okay, he could do too. I, again, they all could. You're exactly right. But if if you have if you have the intel, which you don't, Bradley that, Chubb could be Andre Bruce. Of course, but if you have the intel that one of these quarterbacks, uh, you're not so sure of. Do you still take the chance? Do no. You still, I don't draft a guy that I'm okay. that I'm unsure of. I, but if so, I'm the general manager and I've been to a pro day and I've been to the combine and, and I'm flying all over the, the country to see these guys, yeah. I'm gonna trust my eyes and trust my judgment and take well, the guy the that thing. I think's best. We're 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 basing this all on guess. We're guessing. That's what we do. We do talk. We guess. We talk to insiders. We uh, let's go to a pro day. Let's see. We guess. These guys are doing the work to to find the information, the necessary information. To make these judgment decisions. Now, do you trust them? That's the better question. By the way, the, uh, the Patriots offensive line, uh, in the middle had a third round pick, a fourth round pick, and a college free agent. So I'm glad they built from So the then why are you out. so willing to pay for their left tackle that the Giants paid for? Why were you so willing to, to bust up so much money for that left tackle? Their left tackle was a first round pick. The, yeah, uh, but- the, uh, the, the Eagles had a right tackle who was a first round pick. That's where you spend first round picks on is tackles, not, in the middle, so we can break out more cliches, or we could actually have some facts and back those up. So I'm so sorry. So in Manchester's perfect world, you you spend all your top draft picks on skill positions and leave the offensive and defensive linemen for the free agents and scraps. Nope. You spend first-round picks on tackles, pass rushers, uh, cornerbacks, and skill position players. That's what you use them on. So up next. Vaughn Miller, great pick. Bradley Roby, great pick. Garrett Bowles, least was a smart pick. Right position, maybe not the right guy. Up next, a resident psychologist, and man, do I need his help this morning. Travis Heath on the Vic Lombardi Show. The home of the Abs and Nuggets playoff push. Chance to go off, hit one on one. Takes a three pointer. Gracious. And right now, every game is critical. Only one station brings you the analysis, the players, the coaches, the games. Money again dials it up with deep water. And the tickets. The home of the apps and nuggets. Altitude 950. Hey, Scott Aces here. You know, there's a lot of people talking about testosterone, but do your homework and go to a medical provider that you trust and that specializes in testosterone. Hey, I got my levels tested at the Low T Center. They're physicians exclusively diagnosed and treat men with Low T. At the Low T Center, it's quick and easy with results in about 20 minutes. Treatment is even covered by most health insurance. Give them a call today, 303-451-5698. That's 303-451-5698. 
tape or go to lowtcenter.com. When friends and family come to visit, do what I do and take the short drive up the hill to Central City. It's only 30 minutes from the west side of town via I-70 and the Central City Casino Parkway. Central City offers everything your fun-seeking group desires. Hotels, dining, bars open 24-7, a craft brewery, and live casino action day or night. Central City isn't the big box, corporate-owned casino experience. It's Colorado-owned and operated, rich in history. Bring your friends and family, cruise I-70 to the parkway, and take the four lanes to fun. Were you underpaid or denied by your insurance company after that hailstorm last May? Well, you need the C3 Group. They're a team of private insurance adjusters and property claim experts that work only for you, not your insurance company. So don't let your insurance company tell you what they're willing to pay for your claim. The C3 Group will ensure you receive what they're required to pay. Call the C3 Group, 303-670-2710. That's 303-670-2710. The C3 Group, 303-670-2710. The road to success is paved with your new career at Brandon Sand and Gravel. Since 1906, they're one of the most respected concrete and construction companies. Construction season is coming, and Brandon is hiring right now. They need Class A and B CDL drivers and operators and laborers. They need you. Brandon offers competitive wages, a full benefits package including matching 401k become a part of the brandon team apply today at brandon1.com that's b-r-a-n-n-a-n the number one dot com hi we're here at farland classic restoration in englewood colorado i'm joined by jack farland the owner so jack you guys work on classic cars right that's right we restore and service classics we also buy sell and consign so then what's up with this Cadillac Escalade right here? Well, we do over-the-top detail projects on newer cars like the Escalade. This car looks brand new. That's the idea. It's actually a 2011. This is a 2011? That's amazing, right? Looks like it's just off the showroom floor. That's because we're now doing applications of a highly advanced ceramic coating. After a thorough cleaning, our technician applies two coats of this ceramic. Wow, that is glossy. It's not cheap, but it makes your paint look better than new, and it really lasts. It's like applying glass to your paint. So lots and lots of classics like these Ferraris and Porsches and details that make your car look brand new. Learn more at FarlandCars.com or on Facebook at Farland Classic Restoration. Can I drive that one? Yeah, if you buy it. Paulino Gardens, grower of the finest vegetable plants, welcomes you to their beautiful garden center. You'll find a wide selection of quality trees, shrubs, rose bushes, and perennial flowers, friendly, expert advice, and family-owned since 1962. Paulino Gardens, 6300 North Broadway in Denver. The Altitude 950 hotline is now open. Call 303-753-0950 to join the show. I'm glad you guys watched it because I was in the club. Nobody cares about your club experiences, HW. Welcome back to the Vic Lombardi Show. Hey, Vic. Uh, yeah. The uh, the two Super Bowl teams and then the two other teams in the conference championship games, uh, none of them had a guard or center drafted higher than the third round. Okay. Just, well, just point now as, as we build from the inside out. It's funny because the... Uh, Super Bowl champion dynasty. They didn't win it this year, but they've been the dynasty of record in the NFL. They didn't draft their quarterback in the first, second, third, fourth, or fifth round. I get it. And it's an aberration, but yeah. we, we could count on an aberration. It's the same aberration everybody used when they were telling me why Trevor Simeon could be great. And I said, no, he won't be, but we could continue to use that. The Broncos that won back-to-back Super Bowls had a seventh round picket. 
center, an unrestricted free agent at guard, and a guy they got in a trade with Minnesota at guard. I mean, I can keep going on the you example after example well, after example. Fine. You don't value linemen, and you don't value no. I do. I do. I, I value it's, tackles because that's where that's an elite position that you have to use a first round pick. Middle of the line is a guy you get grinders, and you get those in the later rounds. Let's go to the uh, hotline and bring in our uh, resident um, psychologist, Travis Heath. Travis, I need some help. Me and uh, me and Manchester are going at it this morning, and um, it's getting bad. Any recommendations? Yeah, I've, he- I've heard rumors about this. You know, uh, sometimes it's good to just get a little space. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like maybe uh, maybe Manchester can sort of hang out in the pool room, and Vic, you can go maybe uh, hit some golf balls, something like that. And then you can you reconvene in an hour and see if cooler heads prevail. Manchester, I don't know if you want to delve in. It's just that and let's let's talk to the doctor, both of us. He takes he takes it so seriously, and and I know that when I talk to him, I can push buttons, but he's taking it so seriously this morning. Listen to his demeanor, Manchester. Why do you take sports so seriously? I'm passionate. I take my job seriously. That's nothing wrong with that, right, doctor? Uh, yeah, I mean, uh, you, taking one's job seriously isn't necessarily a problem. Now, if it's getting in the way of your relationships, you know, maybe we have, uh, maybe we have a bit of an issue, but, um, but, you know, maybe, uh, see, I've always thought of Manchester as like, he's like this generation's Joe Williams. You know what I mean? And unfortunately, there's probably a lot of listeners who have no idea what I'm talking about, and that's no. their loss, by the way. Uh, but he's kind of like, he's a new generation hitman. You know what I mean? He, he, yeah. uh, he gets after it. Made my day. When you're compared to the great Joe Williams, you're right. There's nowhere else to go. Thank you. Uh, Travis, uh, turning our attention, uh, to basketball very quickly. Your, your Zags are, are still in it. They're still, yeah. what are their chances here? You know, we haven't even talked about the NCAA tournament this morning. Who do they have tonight or tomorrow, whenever they play again? Dude, my kids are on spring break. Are you kidding? I don't even, uh, like, the Nuggets are the number one thing in my life, and I don't even know who they're playing for oh, the day okay. that they play them right now. It's crazy. I'm t- With a six-year-old and a two-year-old, I can barely keep my sanity. I-, I do know the Nuggets beat the Bulls last night, but I have watched Gonzaga's first two games, and I like them. I think they've got a chance. I will say I don't think they're as good as last year's team, but, you know, with the NCAA tournament, that that's the magic of the tournament, right? Best team that, doesn't always win. Know, Best team doesn't exactly. always win. Well, and they're benefiting exactly. from upsets because their route to the Final Four is tonight yeah. against ninth-seeded Florida State, and then they would play Saturday against the Michigan-Texas A&M winner. Okay, there you go, uh, Manchester. You just stole the words right out of my mouth. I was going to say, even though I don't know who they're up against next, with all of these upsets, it has to benefit any – theoretically, it has to benefit any of the higher seeds, right? But yeah. it, I feel crazy saying that, you know, like, oh, their road will be easier. And if you look at a number one seed getting beat by a 16 seed, like, you just don't know, right? By the way, I feel it's the same thing when we're kind of looking at strength of schedule in the NBA coming towards the playoffs. It's like, like in theory, I get, I get it, and it makes sense. But then I go – yeah, but you don't know if teams are going to rest guys. You don't know if there'll be legitimate injuries. You don't know. Like, at the, in the last month of the NBA season, all bets are off. So you look mm-hmm. at strength of schedule, and it can look really bad. And then afterwards you'll go, oh, well, this, this team just beat three elite teams, and they're a middle-of-the-road team. How did that happen? Like, it's just this time of year, basketball, I think it's just really hard to predict. I'm glad I'm not a betting man. I'll yeah. put it that way. All right, so with 11 games to go, and the Nuggets – Playing playoff team after playoff team. They have the number one schedule left. 
Where do you place their chances right now? What what would they have to do to make the postseason? Doctor? I think Uh-oh. the doctor is out. I think he's looked maybe that was the answer. Just there dead is no answer. silence. Well, how do the Nuggets make the playoffs? Silence. There's they got what? I think they have 10 games left. I think last night was was 11 and cuz I predicted they needed they they would go 11 and 0 to to finish. Okay. Um they got 10 left. They got to win well, I'm, no, I'm sticking with my 10. Going 10. 1-0 and on the 11-0. and I, I, I'm still convinced that the reason Nuggets fans are so rankled right now, if if you just took this in a vacuum and said the Nuggets are going to win more games than they won a year ago, they're one win away from equaling last year's win total. If you said that, I think most Nuggets fans would say, okay, progress. But because Utah is going to make the postseason, it looks like, because New Orleans is on its way to the postseason. The fact that those two teams who weren't expected to be better than the Nuggets may finish better than the Nuggets, that's what rankles the Nuggets fan. Yeah, no doubt. And and you look at what all those teams endured, right? I mean, Utah yeah. lost Gordon Hayward in the offseason. Nobody thought they'd be better, or at least as good. New Orleans loses Boogie Cousins' injury during the season. They actually got better and had their best stretch. And then the Clippers trade away Blake Griffin and their they're, they got better in terms of where they were in the standings. So you look at that and go, man, these teams apparently were taking steps back, backward, yet they're still going to be ahead of the Nuggets. That should make people mad. So let's bring the doctor back in who's reconnected. Uh, doctor, I don't know if you heard that exchange there, but uh, would you say yeah. that's pretty accurate? It's, it's not necessarily where the Nuggets end up. It's who, in, who, who ends up in front of them. Exactly. And everything that you were just saying, I mean, it's so unlikely, isn't it? I mean, just like <laughs> – the Pelicans, there's no way they should be, a, you know, 11 games, whatever they are now, over 500. The Clippers, are you kidding me? They gave up. They traded Griffin, right? That was a yeah. give-up move. And <laughs> now they're still in the mix. Utah, Gobert missed how, two months or whatever it is. And I know Donovan Mitchell's been an aberration, but still, like, like none of it makes sense. And I guess this is why I love Sports before my uh, phone failed me there, I was saying, I'm glad I'm not a betting man, whether it comes mm-hmm. to the NBA or the NCAA tournament, because it just – And but this is why we love it, right? Because these – I mean, as a Nuggets fan right now, we might hate it. <laughs> but overall, this is what makes sports great. You know, and, and I hate when people um, classify certain fans as, you know, great fans because they believe – right now, as a Nuggets fan, and I am a Nuggets fan, I do not think they're going to reach the postseason. That doesn't make me a bad fan. That just makes me, I don't know, a pessimist, a pragmatist, what, call me whatever you want. I hope they prove me wrong. But if you ask me today, will they make the postseason, I wouldn't bet on it. Does that make me a bad fan, doctor? Uh, no way. I mean, I, I wouldn't bet on it either. I don't know how they construct these odds now that they have for postseason. They have odds for everything these days. But I saw something like a 15% chance for the Nuggets. I don't know how to quantify it, to be honest with you, but that sounds about right to me. But, see, what I think what would make you a bad fan is if you stopped caring, right? Like, like to sort of have passion about it, I actually think makes you a good fan. And, and, you know, you can be realistic and be a passionate good fan at the same time. Actually, it might be better for your health that way, right? Um, so I don't. Yeah, I don't, I don't get these rules of fan conduct either, you know. Like, I've had a problem with this for a long time. It's sort of like if I say anything negative about the Bron- the Broncos especially, because they're number one in this town, right? If I say anything bad about the Broncos, I just get annihilated on Twitter. And I don't even think it's bad. I just think it's fair, right? And I'm not trying to bash them. And people just get so angry, you know. I, like, any criticism of John Elway, I get these tweets like, oh, 
what, what, oh, look at all he's done for the city. And I'm going, yeah, I'm not denying that. I'm just saying that, you know, I don't think he's drafted well in the first three rounds of the draft. Like, is that okay to say that? That doesn't make me a bad fan, does it? Manchester can relate, can't you, Manchester? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it's just funny reading the, the Twitter and the, and the text and everybody just comes after you if you have the audacity to just not think they're 100% perfect down at Dove Valley, which that, that's, that's my issue with it. Like, of course they're not perfect. I, I don't think they're going to win the Super Bowl this year, but I can disagree with their plan. See, I think the reason why you guys are so sensitive to this is because there are more people interested, so you get more Twitter reaction. If you make some sort of blanket statement about another team in this town, you're not going to get as much reaction simply because of the volume. That's a fact. Yeah. That's a simple yeah. fact. No, no, I think you're right about that, Vic. Um, you, you know, and in some ways I wish I would get attacked more for what I said about the Nuggets because that would mean like the overall sort of fan interest was growing. And I think it has this year. To be honest with you, I think it has grown this year. And, you know, it's a weird season too for them, right? Because I think the Nuggets have done a number of things right. I also have some criticisms that, that I would levy. But overall they're trending at a rate that's higher than last season, right? The trajectory's still good. But then if you don't make the playoffs, that feels bad to me. So I'm in this torn place where I'm like, I can see it's still generally going pretty well, the trajectory is. But also, if they don't make the playoffs, that seems like a massive disappointment. So I'm in this sort of weird place with the Nuggets and well, how I feel towards them. Let's break that down for a second, the playoffs, because I thought about this. I've, I've actually lost sleep over it. And I keep asking, why is it so important to me personally? Why why do I want to see the Nuggets in the postseason? Because my expect they're not going to win the NBA championship. They're not going to win that first round series. I'm being honest right. now. They're not going to. They're not going to beat right. Houston or Golden State. So why is it so important? What is it for those two games of a packed house? And what is that the real reason, or is there more to it? What is it for you, Doc? That's a really great question. I guess. I guess it's sort of the narrative that goes with the team. Like, in some ways, to be able to say the team that you follow in your city, you root for whatever, is a playoff team. Ah, personal pride. Yeah. That yeah, and that narrative feels good, right? That that feels like vindication of the progress that's being made, right? Whereas it's a lot harder if you love the Nuggets to be able to sort of have a narrative of progress if you miss the playoffs again. Because mm-hmm. even if you say, well, you won X number of games and you won them without Millsap for you know four months or whatever, da, 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 it still feels like <laughs> you know it, it hasn't really paid off. But but you're right, it is sort of silly. Like if you get swept by the Rockets, like. Is that any more progress? Is that than a if win? You're a nine seed? <laughs> yeah, yeah it, it, it's weird because I've been because Vic, I've been conditioned to think it is a win, and I don't now. You know, I'm, now that you're bringing this question up, is it really? I, I don't know, uh, but it feels good. I'll tell you that it feels good to be able to say you're in the playoffs. You're right. You're really, right. May, maybe maybe you'd be better off with. Uh, granted, the chances are minuscule, but at least putting lo- extra lottery balls in, in in the draft lottery, right? Well, that I was going to ask you: Is it possible to arrive at progress without making the playoffs? And and I'd say, yeah. Well, there's one way. If you end up with the 13th pick in the draft, which is where they'd end up if they don't make it, 13, 12, somewhere around there, and by chance a ping pong ball goes your way and you get a top five yeah. pick, then, then, then we're talking about something. Then we're like, okay, well, would you rather take a top five pick or four and out in the playoffs right now if I gave you that option? Oh, I mean, that's easy. I'd take a top five pick. Well, the rational side of me, the sort of team builder side of me, absolutely goes top five pick. 
Now, the, oh, I have to be honest, a little part of the fan in me goes, eh, I kind of like the playoffs. It'd be nice to have a couple playoff games at Pepsi yeah. Center, right? But the rational part of me, absolutely, of course you'd take a top five pick. Because even if you don't draft a guy, you can trade that for good value, right? So there's so, there's so much you can do with that. But it's funny, man. We get sports are so emotional, right? And that's part of what, that's part of what makes them great. They, our emotional minds sometimes can uh, overrule our rational minds. Doc, I almost feel like I treated you this morning. Uh, they, I, I think you're right. Vic. I feel better. I feel like I feel ready to tackle the day. Like I don't know what's going to happen with you in Manchester. Go ahead and fight the rest of the day. I don't really care. But I feel good. Thank you. You're welcome, Doc. We'll see you next week, buddy. Take care. Uh, check this on the way, hopefully. All right, man. Take care. That is Travis Heath once a week with the doctor. I always feel better about it. Got to read this text as we head to the break. HW is going to be that guy who goes to Whole Foods later on and reminds the checkout lady that he went to the club last night. <laughs> So good. That was also right above the texture was telling us that the Raiders are better than the Broncos because they've drafted in the middle. Their last picks have been a first round picks have been a cornerback, a safety, a wide receiver, and a pass rusher. Give me a break. Fact checker coming up the final segment of a uh, rough and rampant Vic Lombardi show on Altitude 950. <laughs> Here's what's in play. On Altitude 950. Hey, it's Mark Mosier. Join me Friday at Larry H. Miller Nation on 104th. I'll be broadcasting live from 1 to 3, and the deals are absolutely unbelievable. I'll have your chance to win some concert tickets, plus some abs and nugget swag, and check out the great deals in Larry H. Miller's Red Tag Sale. That's Friday from 1 to 3 at Larry H. Miller Nation on 104th. Get more info now at Altitude950.com. This may not be easy for you to hear, but you might need a hearing device. Do you have trouble hearing in crowds? Has someone told you you have the game on too loud? It could be you're having some hearing loss, and a modern, barely visible hearing device might be the solution. We're not talking a clunky old thing like grandpa's. Visit echohearingcenter.com. Schedule a free hearing test. Then Echo Hearing Center can help you determine if a hearing device is right for you. Listen, if you think you might be having a hearing problem, why not check it out? Visit echohearingcenter.com. Did you know Colorado has some of the highest indoor radiation levels in the world? It's radon. 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 And like any other radiation, radon. it causes radon. cancer. Realtors, business owners, and property managers should know it's best to test with Ace Radon. Hi, I'm Jeff Gord, the owner of Ace Radon. If you're the one responsible for people's safety on your property, you're taking a risk not testing for radon, a known cause of cancer. We can test and analyze your property, and we can help you design and install the correct system to mitigate a problem. For construction contractors, my expert team at ACE is a great resource for indoor air quality consulting before you begin construction or remodel projects. Race to ACE Radon today. Test, mitigate if necessary, and purify the indoor air. Fixing a radon problem is highly specialized, and it's all ACE Radon has done in Colorado for over 30 years. Race to AceRadon.com. Have you heard of thousands of people earning money with a second home? Companies like Airbnb have created a whole new industry for people to tap into the multi-billion dollar industry of renting. If a second home purchase has not crossed your mind, it should. Because you could easily make a couple thousand dollars more each month if you list your second home for rent or as a vacation property. Hey, it's Mark Mosier for my friends at American Financing. Real estate has consistently been a great investment, and qualifying for a second home may be easier than you think. 
Interest rates remain low, and you can put as little as 10% down. That's right, 10% down. A second home could be more consistent than stocks. A savvy investment, if you ask me. But don't just take my word for it. Talk to the salary-based mortgage consultants at American Financing. Call 303-695-7000. That's 303-695-7000 or AmericanFinancing.net. The official mortgage company of Altitude 950. NMLS 182334, regulated by the Division of Real Estate. When the time comes for you to buy your new truck, how are you going to decide? The lowest monthly payment you see on TV? <laughs> With the tiny print telling you why you won't get that deal. Or maybe the radio commercial promising the absolute lowest price, followed by lots and lots of very fast-talking disclaimers that are never good news. <laughs> you do have a better choice. My Car Guys at Johnson Auto Plaza. Hi, I'm Alan Roach, and I've been sending friends, family, and listeners to Johnson's for almost 20 years now. And for great reason, it's because of the Johnson family and the Johnson way of doing business. The promise of a respect honest experience. And yes, absolutely a great deal, just without the nonsense or the silly games. Ram Truck Month has been extended at Johnson's, meaning another month of terrific incentives on over a 1,000 vehicles, 600 trucks, 350 new Rams, 250 new Jeeps, each one ready to test drive and take home with special savings. Experience car buying the way it's supposed to be. At Johnson Auto Plaza, you're going to love these guys. North of E470 on Highway 85, johnsonautoplaza.com. Hey guys, we all want those hearty home-style meals. You know, the juicy burgers and the chicken fried steak. Don't forget dessert. But who has time to cook those at night when you're ready to watch the game? Don't have time. That's why when I'm craving a delicious home-style meal, I go to Black Eyed Pea. This is Vic Lombardi for Black Eyed Pea. My go-to for home-style cooking. Made to order fresh with natural ingredients. Try Cajun catfish right from the south for their turkey and dressing and, of course, their chicken fried steak with homestyle gravy. Forget about the wait time. Black Eyed Pea will have your entrees out in 15 minutes or less. And they have a great craft beer selection and full bar. Whether you're looking to enjoy your homestyle favorite at the restaurant or takeout, the Black Eyed Pea is a Colorado and Vic Lombardi favorite. Locally owned, operated with nine front range locations throughout Denver and Castle Rock. Visit BlackIPColorado.com. That's BlackIPColorado.com for locations and the entire menu. Most of the year, my bad credit means I can't get it. But this is tax season, and it's time I got a new ride. So I'm taking my tax refund to Grand Valley Auto, where they say bad credit, don't sweat it. At Grand Valley Auto, they've got hundreds of quality pre-owned vehicles to choose from. Amazing deals, 17 years reputable experience, a full service department, and a free oil change if you mention this commercial. Tax time is car buying time at Grand Valley Auto on West Colfax near Wadsworth and Lakewood. GVALakewood.com. Altitude 950, Denver's all-sports station. Now, back to Vic Lombardi. Hey, if you can't make it to Dick's Sporting Goods Park on Saturday night for the Rapids home opener, come join Altitude 950 at Twin Peaks at Colorado Mills for our first Rapids watch party. Before the Rapids take on Sporting KC, Nate Kreckman will be previewing the game from 6 to 7 here on Altitude 950. He'll also be joining the broadcast during halftime and the postgame show. In addition, the Altitude 950 team will be on hand to give away tickets to future home games, Rapids gear, and more. Join us this Saturday night, 6 o'clock. Rapids Watch Party live at Twin Peaks at Colorado Mills. It's right by my house. Stop by. Oh, I've been there before. Been there before. I was with Be Nate last night in the club, Vic. He was What's there. That? Nate was in the club with us last night. Oh, he was? Was he bopping? So I got my picture with Tim Howard. You'll like this. Guess who photobombed the picture of Tim Howard and I? 
Who's that? Nate Crackman. Did he really? Yeah, he I get this great name. picture with a an American legend, Tim Howard, and there's Crackman in the background photo bombing it. How classic is that? By the way, uh, Rapids home opener this weekend. Um, and I heard Anthony Hudson on with uh, Mark Mosier yesterday. And the new coach, not mincing words, he thinks by the end of the season, the Rapids will be in the mix for a playoff spot. He said it, not afraid of it. Said, yeah, we got the talent. We'll be there. That's going to be a tough turnaround to get there, but he said they'll be there. That'll, like be, the like a, that'll be like an Avs-like turnaround, right? Yeah, it'd be big. I mean, they had a, a good showing in their opener, but they fell 2-1 at New England on a late goal. So, you know, hopefully they can get off to the right foot at home on Saturday night. Of course, the Rapids have done it before. If you recall, uh, the year that Pablo had them rocking, it was the year before that where they finished dead last. So that's up and down. I think MLS, of all the leagues, that's the one league where you can go up and down as, as quickly and as readily. I think, I think hockey is second. And I'm not sure why. All right. Hockey's second. Then maybe the NFL and then the NBA. The NBA is the toughest. Yeah. To NBA, go like from worst to first. That's almost impossible in yeah. the NBA. NBA is toughest. You see a lot of worst to first in the NFL though. You see a lot of new teams in the playoffs. I, 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 I would, I would argue the NFL, but I, I kind of am done arguing. And people think we're like fighting, and you're not here tomorrow, and then I'm not here Monday and Tuesday, and people are going to think there's some sort of big no. problem. So I don't want to argue. This is what you do. Uh, a couple texters saying, uh, I'm, I'm uncomfortable. Hey, man, when you're with your boys and you're hanging and you get a little loud and you're talking about sports, remember what you're talking about. It's just sports. Calm down. Let's bring in the fact checker. Marty monitors the mistakes. Oh, sorry. That's not right. In today's Fact Checker. What up? Sorry. Hey, how's it going? Hi. So you guys aren't going to see each other till Wednesday? Yes, that's correct. After today? Yes. Oh, this will be a nice little break. It will be indeed. We're going to need it. All right, we had a lot of contenders for the most used phrase of the day. The usual bunk, poppycock, and Sloan's Lake was in there. We even had a new contender. Let's listen to this one real quick. I've seen the drawings. I've outside. seen the drawings. It, Let's save that drop. That was said about 55 <laughs> times. And we even had some other contenders. Let's, I, let's... I, I never knew that a simple statement of fact would cause such uh, hubbub on this show. I've seen the drawings. And we had another new one, a word that I've never heard of. Let's hear this. Another team may make the playoffs, and we're like harumphing that it's not enough. I don't think there's a team in town right now that if they make the playoffs, we're harumphing it. If the Rockies don't win a playoff series and compete, we'll be harumphing. <laughs> I was harumphing last year, and you guys, my rocker. Can we rocker, stop saying the word harumphing? Harumph. Grumpily express dissatisfaction or disapproval. <laughs> Never heard oh. that one before, but I'm definitely going to use it now. Vic, Sorry for educating you guys. Vic, you used that word perfectly. It was perfect. It was perfect. Well, we used tote board. Remember when we lost half the room last time, so. <laughs> and then we had the winner today. Let's listen to Will. Take the show. I'm glad you guys watched it because I was in the club all night, but thanks for uh, filling me in. What do you mean in the club? I was in the club. I went to the Rapids kickoff party at Temple Denver, and I was in the club. Jesse was in the club, and I was uh, in the club. It was oh. awesome. I was there in the club last night, dude. I, when you're in the VIP room in the club, you stay in the VIP room in the club. Sorry, I had to put a cough drop in because I was at the club last night, so I'm feeling the effects. But it was a club inside a club inside a club inside a club. What is he doing? That's Congratulations, Will, for taking it down today. Good work. 
Dude, we, we, actually, we even had a, another one. Leggy got in on it. Let's listen to this. You know, if they vet you and they decide you've got the cash, you you can get in the club. But this shows you what it takes <laughs> to get in the club. You need billion with a B. I didn't know Leggy was in that club. Billions with a B. Damn, good stuff, bro. My my favorite club story, uh, really my only memorable club story. I was in Miami years ago, and it was late night, and and my wife and I went to some club. We ended up at some club. Do you remember the uh, former running back of the Kansas City Chiefs, uh, Larry Johnson? Yeah. Yeah. He, he was in that club. And it was like a section of, of just sort of VIP, and I don't know, we were just hanging out. And I felt so out of place that I sat there, and I was just like bobbing my head. And my wife came up to me and said, stop doing that. You look, in, look like an idiot. <laughs> There's certain places, yeah, I'm, I'm with you. I'm just, it's not my, not my comfort zone. Yeah, I had a good time in the club last I'm night. I'm sure you did. Yeah. I'm sure you did. Thanks, Marty O. Before we say goodbye, uh, I don't know if we even need I a fired-up finale, but let's roll it. This is the fired-up finale. Here's what's got us fired up today. You assume they always do the right thing. They're I don't, always making the right decision. False. And if I, I come never out, said if that. I come out and say that's wrong and that's a misstep, it's Manchester saying the Broncos are always wrong. No, I just don't think they're 100% right all the time because they're smart people. They are smart people. I respect the hell out of Joe Ellis. I think he does a very good job. Doesn't mean I think he's 100% correct 100% of the time, but apparently on this show and in this town, if you ever say anything critical of the Broncos, you think they're always wrong no, and a bunch of the boobs. Difference. Here's I don't the difference. think that. I think that was the portion of the show where I almost fell out of my chair because I hadn't taken a breath in so long. So I'm glad that I'm glad that qualified and we got to hear it. It just it just came to my attention. Here's here's your here's the flaw in your line of thinking. Oh jeez. And I hate to end it like this. Here you just go. said you don't think he or they are 100 percent right 100 percent of the time. But do you think you're 100 percent right 100 percent of the time? No. Thank you. That's all I wanted to hear. See? See how much better I feel? I feel so good right now. (laughs) You guys have a great time tomorrow. I wish I could be here for you. Thanks for everybody participating in the show today. Dr. Travis Heath, Jeff Legwald. It's been a fun time. Up next, it's Hastings and Brownman right here on Altitude 950. Altitude 950. Rewind. Uh, you know, well, one, they started a pal zip on you know, uh, which we've seen di- teams try to match up differently with Nicola. They put the bigger guy on Paul. And anytime you put a small guy on Nicola, we're going to go to him time and time again because he's going to make the right play, Gina. As you know, he's going to score. They double team. He's going to make the right play and find somebody who's open. Uh, but he was, uh, it seemed like we had a lot of guys in the zone tonight. And, uh, for us to be up by 41 at one point, that means that a lot of guys had a good night and uh you know thankful we were able to get the win. Altitude nine fifty, Denver's all sports station. Coming up tonight, the Avalanche are back at Pepsi Center taking on the Kings. The puck drops at seven o'clock with a pregame show getting in the way at six thirty five. Mark Mosier, the radio voice of the Avalanche, will be on the call. KSE, Parker, Denver, home of the Nuggets. Crowd comes to its feet at Pepsi Center. Home of the Avalanche. Tyson Berry dials it in from just inside the blue line on a 